He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Who's ready to make some magic? Let's end the show. That was gay. <clears throat> be safe. Be smart. Be free. Be free. <laughs> um, I, I did. I did bet you to. Did to I dare you yeah. to say and that? Then it, and then it just came out. Um, happy Wednesday, folks. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the show. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. The crew is here in studio, ready to bring three hours of pain to you, uh, which I kind of joke about, but really, all the stories they just kind of are painful. Not today in particular. Just the world. The world is painful. <laughs> well, if you consider World War III, an invasion at the southern border, a collapsing economy, a collapsing dollar, energy prices through the roof, and interest rates super high, and the real estate market market about to implode, then yeah, it's... It's kind of like that. <laughs> I, I don't want to make light of rape victims, but I feel like this is probably what sodomy feels like. I don't know. Really dark, dark start. Yeah, I feel like we should end the show. I, I think we should just end it. We'll just roll commercial for the next three hours. <laughs> we're we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good old time, uh, folks. Please make sure, if you haven't already, that you sign up for Coin Club. It's dbcoinclub.com. Head on over there. Sign up. It's easy to do. Veterans, first responders, you get 30% off your membership, whether it's monthly or annual. Uh, you get a challenge coin. You get access to the Friday morning show you get access to all sorts of stuff. You get entered into contests. We've given out money and all sorts of other stuff. So uh, please check that out. That's where you go to watch it as well. It's dbcoinclub.com. So plenty to get into today. Trump charged with fraud. This is another BS effort by the left. I mean, it's it's absolutely ludicrous, but we're going to talk about it later in the show. So we will get there. We've got Nancy Pelosi who says impeachments shouldn't be done over a difference of opinion and that Joe Biden's inquiry is just a distraction. We'll talk about that. Colin Caperdick wants on the Jets practice squad. So wait, Caperdick is that? What you okay, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure I heard that right. Caperdick. Okay, Caperdick. We'll discuss that. I, I thought I was having a stroke. And uh, remember those stray missiles early on in the the Ukraine Russia war went into Poland, killed some innocent civilians. Well, we've had some news on those. Some discussion points. We'll let Jack Posobiec, our friend share the, the particulars, and then we will discuss. But lots to get to. Before we get into all of it, though, folks, as Tom so articulately outlined at the top of the show, we've got a lot of problems. One of the biggest problems we have, though, is our economy. It is petrifying seeing what's happening to the U.S. economy, the global economy, you could say, the value of the U.S. dollar, all of those things. And what happens with that is not only does stuff become more expensive, your dollar's worth less, but also your savings, that IRA account of yours, however many of those you have, 401k, they're all at, at risk, right? They're in serious jeopardy of losing their value, something that hasn't lost its value over the, the, the test of time, has, has endured the test of time, is gold and silver. And you can transition your stuff with an entirely legal tax loophole. All you got to do is call my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and these volatile markets you can do it all with gold and silver IRAs. All you got to do is call 833-287-2465 or, or 833-2-USA-GOLD. Either way, you can visit protectfrombiden.com as well. 
where you can fill out a simple form and they will get in touch with you, walk you through all of it, explain how you can do it. There's no tax consequences. It's just a smart thing to do. And if, if nothing else, have the call, get the guide, and then make a decision that is best for you. Again, it's 833-287-2465 or visit protectfrombiden.com. So prior to Trump's presidency, man, I, it's, you know, that four-year term seems like it was a long time ago. So much has changed over the last seven, eight years here. But prior to Trump's presidency, there had been two impeachments in U.S. history. Enter the radical left, led by drunkard Nancy Pelosi, and they did just as many in a short period of time as had been done throughout the course of our country's history. They impeached him twice on total bullshit claims, stuff that was later proven to be bullshit. And they were, as most Americans know, just kind of, we don't like this guy and want to tarnish his name efforts. That's what they were, right? Nothing more. Didn't go anywhere, didn't get, didn't get past the House, or didn't get past the Senate, I should say. But while, while many on the left knew it was garbage, they were okay with it because they hated Trump. They still do. They hated Trump because the media and politicians and the government told them to. That's how simple some people in this country are. Anyways, I bring all that up because Nancy Pelosi sat down with uh, Jen Psaki on her show, Inside Jen Psaki, which I know is not what it's called, but I always think that when I see, I don't, they don't actually have that bug on this particular show, but when they show some of the other bugs from her show, it kind of reads that way because the other letters are small. So whatever, I don't know what they were going for. Uh, but here's what she said in this conversation. Take a listen. But you, if you have a difference of opinion, you just can't be impeaching, impeaching. On the other hand, this is a fake distraction, as you said. Okay. So literally what you did, right? That's, that's what you're saying. You, you, you can't just do what I did because you aren't me. You aren't on the correct team. That's, that's what she's saying. I mean, literally these impeachments were differences of opinion. It just emotional ploys to try and anger more American citizens out there. They were absolute and utter garbage. Joe Biden is the most impeachable person ever. And by the way, Nance, this is, I, I've said this a million times, this is how this is going to go or how it should go moving forward. Everyone should get impeached. Because that's what it is, right? It's just a political weapon now. It doesn't actually do anything. Just like all their hearings on the Hill don't actually do anything. Nothing gets accomplished. Nothing changes. But the way that they did it, the way that you did it, Nancy, I don't see how you don't just keep doing this. The right does it, then the left gets back in. That's assuming we can ever win again. Then, then they do it. And then we do it. Like, that, that's what you made it. That's what you, Nancy Pelosi, made it. You made it just the laughing stock of political efforts. Yeah, Democrats always do this. They always open up some side, of, some sort of a door that everybody else goes through. But it, all it, all they do is they open this door of harm, and they believe that they they. they being a Democrat, you have this certain amount of self righteousness to you that no matter what you do, is the right thing because right. you are pure of heart, and everybody else should follow you. And so whatever they do is always perceived by themselves and also by the media as being the path of the righteous when it's actually the path of the wicked right. that they go down. And they've been doing this ever since our country was founded. Ever since, you know, ever since the writing of the Constitution, Democrats have been a hindrance to freedom and a hindrance to people just being able to live the lives that they want to live.
And what we're seeing is is just a further building of the of this putrid legacy that they that they've created for themselves. And for her to, to open up her pie hole and start talking, you know, going down this virtuous route. In, in a way, she is correct in her own mind because Trump was an interloper. He wasn't supposed to be there. He was, even though he's a billionaire businessman, he's not in their club. And if you're not in their club, if you're not a part of the enemy class, which clearly he wasn't a part of the enemy class and still isn't, they don't want you. Right. Unless you're going to gather around, you know, the burning of the owl in, you know, in a Bohemian Grove or you're going to go to Epstein Island and in Bohemian Grove, you're going to do all these chants and, you know, and hook up with, you know, other senators and other senators, you know, male staff members. You not... have to be male. Well, that's all a part of it. I mean, yeah. I've played, <laughs> I played, I played to that recording of Nixon talking about Bohemian Grove. You did. You did. <clears throat> it's it's true. It's true. No, I mean, absolutely. That's where they're coming from on that. But in side point, because you brought up the Constitution there, there was a comment yesterday that I meant to get to, and I'm pretty sure I didn't get back to it, um, but all the days kind of blend together, and we talked for three hours a day. So if I did, I, I, for, I apologize, and I, I just forgot. But I think it was F News over on, who's loyal listener, you know, great, great dude over on um, Rumble, saying, just trust the Constitution, whatever topic we were talking about yesterday. It'll work. It'll guide us through that and i agree with the concept of believing in the constitution i don't know that you can trust the constitution because it's just a, it's a document but believing and trusting in the values that are in it sure but that's but that's the problem that we always talk about here no one else does no, no. <laughs> neither democrats or republicans follow the constitution and they haven't since the civil war right and and I think that that's and that's the and you say that all the time and you're and you're so right on so many levels. I'm sure there's some nuance to it where you can point to certain times or certain issues where it's like, well, there's yeah, whatever. Like we don't have to live in a world of absolutes here. But generally speaking, it just hasn't been followed. And we think back to, you know, the great years of the '80s, and and I'm just thinking back to when we all liked each other and and shared similar values as a country even even then even the, the 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 just pick whatever it is your favorite time in your history in your life and we weren't if you look into it and you look at what the so-called representatives and elected leaders were doing then they weren't following it then either <clears throat> the country was in a better place at least on the surface but but they weren't so that's that's my response to that. It was it was a good comment, and I wanted to get back to it. But um, and to be clear, your favorite time was '87 because that's when the Twinkies won, right? Uh, yeah. Well, they won yeah. again in '91. Yeah. Um, just, but yes, they they did. It yeah. was '87 was a great year. We had great films come out that year. Darren Nelson dropped a pass on the goal line against the Redskins in the <laughs> NFC Championship. Not so good. I shouldn't have done this. I'm sorry, folks. Music, okay. <laughs> Music was terrible in 87. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> yes, you, it was. You're, you're mad because that's when you're, you're saying power ballads and stuff started to start. Yes. And Tom has a big issue with power ballads. Can't stand them. Not everyone in the audience agrees, though. <laughs> I'm not as big on the ballads either. I like the rock that led, and, and then eventually they, they— So how do you feel about meatloaf, Tom? Uh, he's fat. He's, he's dead. dead. He is uh, dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's inconsequential to me. I didn't like it when he was a uh, you know 
sweaty fat guy running around on stage with his weird sort of opera. Did you like him in Fight Club? Uh, yeah, the dude with the bitch tits. Yeah, I thought he was good. <laughs> his name was Robert Paulson. Yeah. I didn't remember that he was in that. Um, <laughs> let's move on from Meatloaf because he's, he's no longer with us. He had one song. Um, okay. Staying in Washington, though, with the failed humans that claim to represent us up there, Matt Gates, and I'm not saying Matt's a failure. I'm just saying everyone else is, is up there. Matt Gates again called out Kevin McCarthy on the floor. Here was the scene. The gentleman's right. You are your record. And our record in this country right now is $33 trillion in debt facing $2 trillion annual deficits. We're in so much debt, we're driving up deficits so fast, we are devaluing American money so rapidly that in America today, you can't even bribe Democrat senators with cash alone. You need to bring gold bars to get the job done just so that the bribes hold value. My friends, I am extremely in favor of this rule because this rule moves us onto single subject spending bills. And this is the only way to liberate this house and this country from the scourge of governing by continuing resolution and omnibus legislation. It is an insult to our governing authority to have the Senate lash Ukraine funding to the reauthorization of the FAA and, by the way, every other thing in government, the American people know that in our state legislatures throughout this land, there is a maturity and a seriousness to set a top-line, balanced budget number, and then appropriate to each of the agencies of government independently. And the fact that we don't do that is not a bug of the system, it's a feature of the system. And the one thing I agree with my Democrat colleagues on is that for the last eight months, this House has been poorly led. And we own that, and we have to do something about it. And you know what? My Democrat colleagues will have an opportunity to do something about that too. And we will see if they bail out our failed speaker. I yield back. Okay. Uh, Lots to agree. Now, look. I don't know Matt Gates. Matt Gates has done some good stuff. Matt Gates has said some good things. Is Matt Gates 100% genuine, the the perfect, you know, House of Reps individual? Uh, probably not. But but he is he is among the top ones who seem to get it the most. And it, it, what he's saying, I mean, think about what he says at the beginning, talking about that, and you know it's true. Maybe take out the gold bars part, but like you're literally, but maybe keep it in too. You, you, he's talking about how you literally need to bribe better these days in D.C., just emphasizing how freaking corrupt and useless it is. And it's so true. But the bigger issue he's talking about, because obviously there's there's this fiery debate on trying to avoid the government shutdown and what the budget includes, what it doesn't include. What are we going to do here? Kevin McCarthy, why have you not done any of the things that you promised you're going to do? There's, there's you know a million rabbit holes to the conversation that are going on there. But what he was talking about, the second part of that clip there, is something we talk about all the damn time here, and I don't for the, I I do understand why, but I don't understand how more people can't get on board and hold people's feet to the fire on single issue bills. It is the most sensible, logical way to do it, which of course is why it's not done because it's the US government and it's Congress doing this, but how can you, I mean, how can anyone with a straight face, I understand why they're doing it and how they're getting money for themselves and money for their, their friends and the lobbies and, and, and all of the stuff, all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. 
And that's why you get these big omnibus spending bills. You get these bills that are just plumb full of pork. How, how can you legitimately justify not being for single-issue bills? It's the most—again, I, I, I just don't even get how it's not happening. Great comments. Great comments. <laughs> I thought you had more to say. It, it, it happens like this. You have this, this continuing resolution, and then you have people who are special interest groups who craft the continuing resolution to get everything that they want, and then they present it to Schumer and um, uh, what's his, the guy who freezes? McConnell. McConnell. Is he still alive? Uh, no, he's been dead for years. Stop, stop it, <laughs> But I think, he, I think they did say that he's not running again. I think I saw a post about that. When? Because the last time he, one of the last times he died on camera, he then said, I'm still considering 20, uh, running, I think, 26. Oh, okay. I'll have to look it up again because I thought I saw him out there. <laughs> but anyways, the, these bills are written by these special interest groups, and then they're presented to these fools, and these fools are like, all right, we got to pass it right now so the government doesn't shut down. And that's how all this shit gets forced through. Yeah. It's, they've got this whole cabal set up where they know exactly what they're doing, and they just, they just the Uniparty just rams it through. And the only way for it to stop is for people like Matt Gates and the rest of the Freedom Caucus to hold McCarthy's feet to the fire and say, "No, we're not doing any of this." I mean, let's just look what happened the last time when we didn't get the Reins Act. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's he's worthless. He's less than worthless. And he always comes across of like, oh, we're reaching across the aisle. And, you know, when was the last time Democrats ever reached across the aisle? Never. Never. They never compromise on anything. And what they do is when they get laughed at with something they propose, they regroup, rebrand it, and then pitch it again, and then it gets passed. The yeah. Green New Deal, all of a sudden, was it was laughed at, it was pulled back, and it was rebranded as... The Inflation Reduction Act. Exactly. <laughs> Let's... It's and yeah. to this day, Joe Biden refers to it as the most consequential, consequential piece of le green legislation ever passed. Yeah. It was a total, complete fraud. And when he's talking, when Matt's talking about uh, the, the debt and he's talking about, you know, the, uh, the devaluing of the dollar, just remember this. These guys take 40% of whatever you make, Right. And then now the value of your dollar is being devalued in, with inflation. So your, your, your dollar is less and less. They've run up a $33 trillion bill, which your, your kids and your grandkids are going to be on the hook for. Then they also tax you on your property, even though you own your own house, supposedly. And then after you die, they want to slap on an inheritance tax. So even if you do give your kids your house if they can't pay the taxes on it the government's going to take it so you know they it, it's they have the the greatest ponzi scheme that the world has ever seen going right now and they don't want to give it up it, it is really impressive how how much thought they've put into this and how much of an upper hand they have in in the whole equation it it, it comes down to those things whether you oh you think that's your money that's cute you think that's your house that's cute you think that your vote matters. Adorable. I mean, it, they have they have convinced us all, and a lot of us don't see it that way anymore. And I and I'm hoping that more and more do. 
And it's not, it's honestly, it's not, it's really not meant to be like this anti-government rant, anti this, it's just a, an awareness rant. What are you getting from this? Really? Well, I'm getting, no, you're not. Well, but how about, no, you're not. Shut up. You're stupid. Sit down. <laughs> you're, you're, it's, it's a horrible deal. If you were to step back, if someone were to write down the deal that we have on paper, but not use terms like tax and code and, and whatever, all the different government language, and you were to present it and slide it across and be like, what do you think of this? Everyone would be like, hell no. <laughs> that is a horrible deal. Hey, guess what, Scooter? That's what you're doing. That's, that's called life. That, it's, it's ridiculous. They have, they have come up with such a freaking Ponzi scheme is, is such a great way of, of calling it because that's, that's what it is, and we all get absolutely hosed. But just to button up the single-issue bill, I know there's some Freedom Caucus members pushing it right now on a plena for president in 2028. Um, <clears throat> just mark my words, it might happen. She just was in time for the top uh, future 100, I forget what they call it, Time Magazine. Kudos and congrats to, to Anna for being there as a, as a major up-and-comer. But you need someone like, I'm telling you, Anna Polina, you put her in the Oval Office, and then you send her to meetings. First and foremost, the foreign dignitaries would just be like, you know, jaw on the desk, <laughs> the desk the whole time. But she is so feisty and fiery, and she wouldn't put up with shit from anyone. Yeah. I, I, I know. I'm telling you. Um, it would be it would be freaking great. Um, so I, I haven't endorsed anyone in any elections now because I don't think it's really our job to do. I know there's some people who say, yes, it is. I just don't care. I hate all politicians. But there's a couple that I do like. She's one of them. Um, but you've got her and you've got some others pushing this bill. Everyone else should just fucking run on that logic. Even if you're not going to win, just make it a loud topic of conversation. I'm blankety blank and I'm running on this. And here's one of the biggest issues. We're going to close the border and we're going to focus on single issue bills. You, you hit the, there's obviously more points than that, but you hit those two. I like you. I don't even care what party affili affiliations next to your name. I like you. Yeah. I'm in, I'm intrigued. If a Democrat, they would never do it. But if a Democrat was like, we're introducing a bill for single, single issue uh, voting, I'd be like, get behind that person. Because, yes, they're probably going to vote differently than we are, but that's okay. Because then we know. Then we know who everyone really is. And it would be freaking phenomenal. Phenomenal with a P, which is actually how it's spelled. But they got to the bring time. the pork back, baby, to, to their, their financial backers. Do we get some pulled pork? Ooh. Man. We haven't done pulled pork or barbecue during the show. We haven't. We Some would probably need to take a nap afterwards. Probably. This is the next segment where they, we, we fall asleep. One of them's on the couch. One's just on the floor. Um, okay, we are going to take a break, though. We're not going to order barbecue during it. Put your phone down. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. Um, it's already ordered. And you know that. Is. He's got like hot buttons. One star. <laughs> and then someone shows up. It's crazy. We get an onion loaf. You like onion loaf? I don't even know if I know what that is. is I do like a blue. Like I do a blooming onion. That sounds fantastic. Like a blooming onion. Yeah. Okay. Does it have that like zesty sauce? It can. <laughs> <laughs> it can have whatever you want, Drew. Yeah. Whatever you want. This is how willing to party Tom is at all times. <laughs> at all times. Okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got plenty more to hit here in A Block. We're going to talk about 
a former employer of mine and what they're doing with AI. Tom's got bigger concerns about it than I do, but I, I do see concerns with it, but I'll, I'll share my piece on it as well. We've got tons and tons to get to, folks. Stick around. Be right back. Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Contestant. Ready your winner and... Disco broke his wiener. <laughs> just broke right in half. Real quick, did you see what Mike Hunt face just said? 
Barbecue brisket with bacon smeared with jalapeno jam, oh, jelly, and a God. bun. <laughs> it sounds so good. Yes. Tell you what, you're not going to break mine right now because that just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much, too much. That was yep. Uh, we found the line. Found the line. <laughs> that sounds amazing, Mike Hunface. <laughs> hey, he made he made the great name. I'm just gonna say it. It's Mike Hunt Face. If you if you say it fast, fast enough, it sounds different. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, let's let's talk about AI. Let's talk about AI and and buttoning up that. I mean, there's chicks doing that all over now on social media. So we thought it was only appropriate that we. We do it. Instantly. It may or may not make Roundup today or tomorrow. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, so AI, we know it's growing. There's significant concerns. I've shown and and been very outspoken about a lot of significant concerns with AI because when you've got Elon Musk, folks at Apple, folks at my, when you've got <clears throat> all these tech leaders saying, hey, we should probably slow down and create some new rules around this. That concerns me. I'm concerned before that. I'm super concerned when they say that. So I've, to be clear, I've got lots of concerns about AI and where it's going. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, I know that there's some benefits, too. There's, there's things that we'll use for the show. We're trying to adapt and use elements of it for the show to, you know, in terms of descriptions and thumbnails and stuff like that, just to see. Because, not because we're trying to be lazy, but because the fricking machines control and see all the algorithms. So it's like, what would work here? So there, there's some smart ways you can try and use it. Obviously, if there's some, some things that play into health, there can be benefits there. There's also some significant lines that can be crossed there. I think that so far I'm more concerned about AI than I'm not concerned about it. Did I say that right? More, I'm more concerned about it than, than not. But you've got reports that the intelligence community, specifically CIA, will now be using it as well. According to these new reports, you can see that one from Disclosed.tv. Their CIA is preparing to roll out an AI for U.S. spy agencies to sift through huge amounts of available data. That's according to Bloomberg. <laughs> so <clears throat> Tom's already got his, his giggling. Obviously, this could be problematic. And, and this is one of those things, too, where you got <clears> to... <throat> There's, there's multiple sides to everything. Anything that starts is what a, a good idea can easily scale to be a bad and oppressive idea in a hot minute. We've seen that looking at you, Patriot Act. Like, we've got, we've got examples of how anything can get out of control quick, and particularly when our government, which is a hot, hot mess, a total dumpster fire— gets involved, it, it can go that way for sure. So I'm, I'm not discounting the, the fears that you're probably about to share. <laughs> Here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. There is copious amounts of data out there talking about enemy data. Obviously, if it's used against us, which it likely will be, not good, not on board with that. But there's copious amounts of data out there. You've got a bunch of, of how do I say this? Less than, less than capable people who work for the government. There's lots of government bloat who don't actually do their job anyways. They're not good at their job. And you have all this data, and then you're like, hey, what do we have here, Janine? And, and Janine doesn't know, because Janine's an idiot. She's spending her time in front of, of the vending machine and, and at the coffee shop in the buildings there, and she's not doing anything. But there's a lot of data that gets captured, whether it's on objective, you're, and then you're ingesting it, you're bringing in tons of documents, phones, computers, there's obviously data that's out there. So I can see the value on, on the face level, which is at least what they're going to say, where it could be beneficial for combing through stuff 
looking for buzzwords, looking for things. Hey, we got a 10,000 page report here. What matters? Well, let's find what matters. I'm all for that. Again, I played football. Cliff Notes was my, that was, that was my jam. So you could see some benefits to that, right? In terms of processing, Tom just says no. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that there is. I think if you're working, you have not worked in there. If you're working in there, and I haven't worked as an analyst either or, or some data person, um, that's the worst possible thing that you, you, you could put me into. But I, I, can see, I can see if you're a worker some benefit. Because, again, you, you got to look at it two ways. What is leadership doing the people who are implementing this policy and what are their intentions? Probably not good. Probably should be concerned. Yes. But at the worker level, there's good people. There's good people working in all these agencies and it could be a useful tool for them. That's where I'm at. I'm not saying that it's not going to go and spiral out of control. It's America. It's 2023. It very likely is going to spiral out of control. I'm just saying that if you look at the worker's perspective, there's probably some stuff that will be beneficial to them. Yeah, just like the Patriot Act was beneficial to people when they were trying to hunt down terrorists. But now that's been turned on us. Right. And I don't, you know, we're, I'm sure that we are still actively, some people are hunting down terrorists and making sure to keep them at bay. But They are, 100%. Yeah. But the big fight now is domestic terrorists and going after them. So I just see... The CIA coming up with their own version, their own artificial intelligence, just as a way to be able to fabricate evidence and plan it on unsuspecting people. Yeah, no, I mean, look, that's the most realistic comparison is to the Patriot Act and to what's what's been happening in our country here as a government. I I agree. I, I think it will spiral out of control. I'm not saying don't sound the alarms. I'm just saying that there is, and that's and that's how they play it too. There is some benefit that could come from it. I see what they're talking about. I see why they're justifying it. The people who are making those decisions are probably doing it for the wrong reasons and going to fuck us all over. Yeah, yeah. Just like the Patriot Act, it's like, well, this could be a beneficial tool, you know, if you used the right way. But if you used the wrong way and turned on Americans, <laughs> oh, we would never turn it on Americans. That's where we are right now. I kind of feel like fool me once, you know, shame on me. Fool me twice. Or shame on you. <laughs> no, it's fool me once, shame on you. Sh- yeah. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Right. So I feel like we're at the point of fool me twice. That's why I'm just any anything that involves collecting private information or coming up with algorithms or making you know digital imprints of human beings and tracking what they do online or or, or any kind of artificial intelligence to try. And, and gain more information and develop patterns that they see in certain people and try and link those patterns to other patterns, I'm totally against. No, I agree. And, and, that's, and, and that is how it will be used. <clears throat> Just to be clear, what I'm saying is for data that's collected like overseas, I, I'm looking at it like in a practical level of like the life I lived, not... not right. Not the people who started the Patriot Act and then turned it against the American people, which is what will happen here. But if you go and you collect copious amounts of data, you hit a house and and you bring in all these laptops and phones and stuff, and it's like, well, shit, this is going to suck. Not for me. I don't, I don't have to do shit with it. But whoever's, whoever's going to ingest this information, 
and then sort through it. Sorry, bro. We just made your life really busy. I could see value in that sense. I could see value in that sense. Go through. We're looking for connections to this person, Haji, whatever terrorist, and 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 and. Uh, but but that's if our government was on the up and up. That's if people could be trusted, and and sadly they they just can't. Can we just yeah? My question is, how many people are going to lose jobs over this? Because there are analysts that do this. So. Are they going to be jobless? Are they going to be? Well, I hope so. <laughs> we, we can afford to That's, do that, man. No, no, no. I, I know we can't, but I'm just saying now there's going to be people who don't have jobs, you know, because now they're replacing it with a computer. I know, but that's not a bad thing. Here's the here's the response to this, and I want I want you folks who might lose your job who are listening to the show right now, because uh, most of you probably are because you're sitting in a government building on open internet when you're not supposed to be, not actually working. The way that you fix this is you become more useful. You become more useful. There's so much government bloat. I'm telling you, everyone thinks, oh, there's so much cool, sexy stuff that happens at this agency and this organization and that. And it's true in a small percentage. And then the rest of the people walking around there, God bless their desire to serve if, if they're doing it for the right reasons. But most of them don't do anything. And it's that way. And it's that way in the military, too. And it's that way everywhere. It's not just intel. It's law enforcement. It's it's the military. It's all all of these things are way too big. The people who actually do shit are here. And then there's all these other people, and you're like, well, what do they do? And everyone's like, I don't know. But they work for the government, so you can't fire them. So I, I'm not I, – I go back and forth on that, and I know that sounds tricky and, and maybe mean-spirited to some, but, like, yeah, be, be better at your job. Bring value to your department or the operation you're working on or whatever, and then – in most cases, you're safe, especially if you're a federal employee, not a contractor. You're going to be safe. You're going to be fine. But there are going to be people who lose their jobs. But well, here's what here's what will happen. They'll get reassigned. They'll get reassigned to something yeah. else because the government doesn't fire. We can't fire that. If we give up that person and we give up that billet, then we lose that money. Right. And you don't go down. You only go up in budget. So I, I don't I don't think that that's going to change. And and the one thing I will say on the, the shutdown stuff, going back to that conversation. I've said it multiple times. I stand by it. Shut the fucking thing down. Who cares? Yeah, man. Two weeks to flatten the budget. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Do it. Do it. But I also understand it's tricky for some people who are considered non-essential during those times who are good people who lose their pay. But here's the good news. You get it back. They, it, you're going to miss a bill or two. You're going to miss a payment or two. But you get it back. They, unless you're a contractor, then they fuck you. You do all the real work, and then they, they fuck you in the end. Um, <clears throat> not that I've experienced that. but you, <laughs> Seems like we hit close home to home there. <laughs> I think there was one where I lost like $21,000 from it. Awesome. It was like great. Um, but, but you, like, the government will continue. Like, they always scare you thinking, oh, it, we need a government. Yes, you do. Like, it, And I say that all the time, too, for people like, just get rid of that organization. Okay, well, it's not that easy. You do need still law enforcement and intelligence organizations working, and there's good people working there. We need to fix it. We probably could tear one down while keeping the others up and then start a new one and then you know move, move along the path. I don't know. We're not going to get into that conversation today. But there will be good people affected by it. There'll be some people who it's like, who cares? Like, that person sucks. They don't get paid for a couple weeks. But there'll be good people affected by it, but they will get paid in the end. They do. They always, they always get taken care of. So if the government can operate and we can save some money 
and 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 push push back i i'm just i'm okay with it i'm yeah, okay with it i'm totally okay with it you know two weeks to flatten the curve why okay let's do another two weeks you know what i'm good with two years of shutting down the government seems extreme but okay <laughs> <laughs> seems extreme um i just love that i'm going back on the chat now are you f- here reading tings yeah. Stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ting is just bringing the heat today. I love it. That's why I beat my boyfriend with a baseball bat before sex. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just keep reading because the conversation gets fantastic. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. <laughs> love me tender, Ting. Laugh out loud. Ting, wow, that's some serious foreplay. Um, foreplay is serious, says Ting. I mean, this is. We went to a whole new level today. We really did. Yeah. I, well, but you know what? I, that's why I love the crew yeah. and. It's so good to have Ting back. Uh, it just is. Um, yeah, it gets dark. Um, okay. <laughs> let's, let's continue on. So, Tom, I'm going to let you set this up here because we had we were going to show this earlier in the week and then we didn't, and then now it's here. But there's a Ukrainian Nazi, right? He was Ukrainian. Yes, he was Ukrainian, Ukrainian. Nazi who was up in Canadian Parliament and was applauded by the left, and I don't think they know. I'll let you set it up. Go ahead. Well, this guy, I can't remember his name, some German name. Anyways, he was in the SS. He was, you know, that was Hitler's, like, like go-to squad, man. That was his A-team. And you weren't a part of the SS if you weren't on board with the final solution and, you know, the, the sorcery and the black magic and the occult kind of followings that the SS followed. Mm-hmm. So this guy was a true believer. And somehow after World War II, he hopped on the rat lines, made his way down to South America, and then made his way up to Canada. And this old buzzard is 98 years old. And there's been a lot of thought, well, why didn't Simon Wiesenthal hunt him down and so forth? But you also you got to take into consideration when you have things like Operation uh, Paperclip going on, when... The, the West and the Soviet Union divided up the good Nazis and the bad Nazis and the bad Nazis, you know, were sent to the Hague and, and judged in, in, for war crimes. And the good Nazis were given, you know, pretty good jobs, like the head of NASA, Warner von Braun. <laughs> That's a pretty good gig, you know, yeah. being a former Nazi. So it, did, was he part of Operation Paperclip? I'm not sure. Was it one of those things that the Canadian government just decided to, to like, turn their head and be like, ah, we're okay with it? Was there, you know, did Simon Wiesenthal and his folks think, well, he really wasn't involved in any of the death camps, so, you know, and he, they may even thought he was dead. You know, this dude's 98 years old. Right. But he gets up to Canada, and the Canadian parliament thinks it's a good idea because Zelensky's going to be there to march out this Ukrainian guy who fought against the Russians during World War II, which is absolutely hilarious because they're trying to draw this comparison between fighting the Russians now and fighting the Russians in World War II when Canada was on the side of the U.S. fighting alongside the Russians against the Ukrainian Nazis and the German Nazis. So that's what you get. They brought this guy in, they introduced him, and then this happened. Zelensky's speech received at least a dozen standing ovations. 
There was also one for this man, a 98-year-old Ukrainian-Canadian who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians during the Second World War. I love how, I love how now the media is trying to cover this up. So they're trying to, you know, talk about the nuance of Nazism. And it's not like, like I was saying before when I set this up, it's not like this guy was conscripted by the Germans and was like in the infantry and right. like was the highest, you know, rank of a corporal. This guy was a commander in the SS. Right. <laughs> he he's he's on board, man. Whatever whatever you want to do, you know, he's got that black hat, that, you know, Hugo Boss uniform with that skull and crossbones and the leather gloves and he he's looking for Jews, man. He he's not a good guy. And and frankly, nor are the most of the people applauding him either, but a lot of them are also ignorant. There's there's a mixture of awful people there and ignorant people there, which is like this reporter. Yeah. This reporter was ignorant, you know, fighting against the Germans in World War, against the, the Russians in World War II. <laughs> You're on the wrong side, chick. Yeah. Read a book, yeah. you know, figure something out. How do you not know? <laughs> that is the question on so many issues. Uh, let's stay with Ukraine to wrap up this first hour here. Because back in... I forget. I mean, early stages of the war, everyone's getting concerned, should have been, should still be, by the way, should still be, about this creeping into World War III status, creeping into being a hot war. And and the, the, the big storyline, of course, with that is NATO's involvement, and you've got this war in close proximity to a bunch of NATO countries, obviously, the, the discussion of adding potentially at some point Ukraine to NATO, which is a horrible idea, but but you've got all that and and everyone's like, hey man, you're you're first of all, we shouldn't be involved in this. Second of all, this has a lot of points of failure, one of which is something going wrong and something bleeding into crossing the border of a NATO country because there's this thing called Article Five. And if if it's invoked, then everyone gets involved and fights back, right? We, we, we don't need to go into what Article 5 is. It's, it's, it's clear, and we've talked about it ad nauseum on the show. But you had this, this, these missiles that everyone blamed Russia for that went into Poland and killed some innocent Polish people. And people were like, shit. And then you had the Warhawks and the neocons and all these people. Oh, see? See? Putin's killing people there. We need to do more, and, and we need to ramp this war up because we're making that bank on this thing. So they, they, they pushed that narrative for a while, and, and it was unclear exactly what happened. Well, it turns out now, we'll go to Jack for the report here, but it turns out, as many of us suspected, those were actually Ukrainian missiles that went into Poland. And there's, there's good reason why, if you're Zelensky and if you're— permanent Washington and the military industrial complex, why they why they did. But let's listen to the report, then we'll discuss. Polish experts from the government of Poland have now come out and confirmed that the missile that struck a grain facility in southern Poland last November was launched by Ukraine. 
Reuters has the report. The explosion of the missile in NATO member Poland fueled fears that the war in Ukraine could spiral into a wider conflict by triggering the alliance's mutual defense clause. But at the time, uh, Warsaw and NATO said that they believed it was a, a stray. Sources with knowledge of the investigation said that Poland had established that the missile was, in fact, an S-300 air defense missile fired from Ukrainian territory. This rocket has a range of 75 to 90 kilometers. At that time, Russian positions were in a place from which no Russian missile of this type could reach where it struck. Ukraine, their perspective, has denied that it was their missile. In fact, go back to last November. Zelensky was demanding that the United States and NATO invoke Article 5 over this. Now, we knew right away that these Polish civilians, these farmers, were killed by a missile that likely came from Ukraine. Zelensky lied about it. The entire government of Ukraine lied about it. I have a question. Is Ukraine a NATO member? Because if a non-NATO member like Ukraine attacks a NATO member like Poland, then what do you do? Or is it like today, which is the one-year anniversary of the day that the United States blew up Nord Stream 2, what happens when a NATO member, the United States, attacks another NATO member, Germany? Because remember, Nord Stream 2 was a German project. You see, this is the situation we find ourselves in. And you got these guys up there now, they're locked down on spending. There's some good senators, J.D. Vance, Rand Paul, Mike Lee, that are holding the line, that are calling out what exactly it is that the Ukrainian military is doing with our money. But the real question is, why would Zelensky, who has now committed essentially war crimes against Poland and the Polish people, not apologize? Has he apologized yet for praising a Waffen SS member up in Canada? Which, oh, by the way, Poland is now looking at extraditing. They've announced their, they've opened an investigation into extraditing. The guy's 98 years old. I don't know if he's going to be going to be flying anytime soon. But they're actually opening up an investigation on this SS officer in Poland. Because let me tell you something: Poland doesn't take that stuff lightly, and perhaps none of us should. But Zelensky. Biden, all of these people that have been taking our money, they're going to be held accountable for the things they've done, for the people they've killed, for the bodies they've left in their wake. And the American people are sick of it. And you know who else is sick of it? We are sick of the it, Jack. Of we are sick of it. And I just, sorry, I, just, I did the drum fill there. I felt like it was... It was, it was needed. Yeah. That it was needed. Um, so any surprises that these were Ukrainian missiles that Zelensky and others wanted this thing to get escalated into World War III, escalated into a full-on conflict where NATO gets involved and all of our sons and daughters, not just Americans, but also Europeans die? 
Was this before or after they got approved in NATO? That's the the. They're window. not approved in NATO. There's so yeah. So but they were trying to push the envelope with that. Gotcha. Well, they were trying to push the envelope with that, and they just they have to have this war continue on well, and yeah. grow, which is well, why Pol- it is. Poland's a NATO country. Yes. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. What, Poland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, talking about Ukraine. Ukraine, because I remember they were up for right. Debate. But what they were trying to do was to say that Russia had fired these missiles into a NATO country to escalate us in NATO involvement, in exactly. sending yeah. troops into Ukraine to start fighting the Russians. No, it's a, it's like a, it was like a false flag operation. Yeah. See, you see what Russia did. Let's go. Let's everyone get emotional, make a bad decision in in the moment, which is what our government's really good at doing. And and then let's go. Let's pop this thing off. Let's kill a bunch of innocent civilians and a bunch of people who shouldn't be fighting in this war. That's that's what's happening there. Because honestly, well, if you're if you're if you're looking at a map, why are those missiles from Ukraine going to Poland? Right. Like it. They're not. The answer, by the way, is they're not, unless you're trying to do just that. Unless you're pointing them there. That's not an errant missile. It's not an errant missile. Yeah. If it, if it is, your system is severely fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it, change it to, like, the boomerang missile or whatever you want to— I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but it— that's that that's what you're seeing there, and it's it's not surprising, even in the in the least— it's, it's not even that big of a story, because we've been saying this the whole time. Washington and the folks in Kiev who are just pawns of Washington want this thing to grow. And we know that not because of just instances like this, but because we wouldn't still be there if, <laughs> if they didn't want that. Right. They're, they're just—it's it's like repackaging things, okay? That didn't work. The American people aren't on board with this. There's still a ton who are. But they're not on board with this. They don't want to. By the way, Eli Crane will show it tomorrow. Eli Crane submitted a, a, a package that made it through the House on preventing American troops being in Ukraine. The only problem with that, although I appreciate the sentiment and I love Eli, and, and he's a good friend and a friend of the show, is that we already have troops on the ground there. But I appreciate the sentiment of where it's going. But they're going to keep trying things until they get a win. It's like the Inflation Reduction Act. Okay, we can't get the Green New Deal through. What if we call it the Inflation Reduction Act? And it has nothing to do with inflation, but we tell people it does. And then they're like, yeah, that's a great, it's a great idea. Let's do it. And, and they, they push it ahead. They're going to keep trying until they find something over there. Well, this happened. You know what? A couple of U.S. service members were killed. Now we got to do something. Yep. And I, I hope and pray that doesn't happen. But you get my Senate. You get the point I'm trying to make here. They are pushing so damn hard for this. I just don't see how it doesn't end that way. I don't see how it... Well, uh, yeah, they would like to escalate it, but also at the same time, they've started nation-building once again. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw this, but the person that has been appointed by the government to go over there to be the lead in rebuilding Ukraine is none other than J.B. Pritzker's sister. Hmm. The big, fat, bloated communist from Illinois. Yeah. His... Dogface sister is on her way to oversee the rebuild process in Ukraine. I'm sure she's qualified for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and by the way, everyone on the ground who's there with with Mill and 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 Intel, they always really respect it when someone obscure like JB Pritzker's sister comes in and says, "Here's how we're doing it." Everyone always respects the shit out of them. (laughs) And, of course, I'm being extremely facetious. We hate all of your politically appointed people who come in 
and just are worthless. It's so ridiculous. Well, there's going to be a lot of electric car charging stations. You can be guaranteed of that. Yeah. Well, you, you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. Okay, well, all this will lead you to want to have a beverage. We'll probably be refreshing a beverage here on the break. But as we head into the break, the question of the day actually involves alcohol. And the question of the day is this. What is the best alcohol mixed with ice cream? Mm. It's up to you guys. I'm sure we're going to get a spattering of answers. I'm hoping we get some great recipes because you know what we have a lot of in the studio? Alcohol and ice cream. So, <laughs> so send your responses in. What is the best alcohol in or with? It could be on the side. It doesn't have to be like on poured. It doesn't have to be in a shake. It could be accompanying it. Whatever suits your fancy. What is the best alcohol in or with ice cream? Send in your responses. We will tell you our answers, too. We're going to get into this Trump fraud case on the other side of the break as well. Stick with us. Attention, Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. When I invented MyPillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with my patented adjustable fill 
the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks Are you sure this is going to be okay? Bro, it's totally fine. Now open up. And four. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where are my scripts? Oh, right. There you go. Scripts. Awesome. Thank you. Play through. Going for, going for the green right now. And... Ah! Disco, it's okay. They're just baby teeth. Let me just tell you, I'm excited about these answers. I'm excited to get into them. I'm excited to read them, um, to, to visualize them, because the question of the day was, what is the best alcohol in or with ice cream? <sighs> this is gonna be good. Reminder, as before we get to that, please hit that like button, whichever platform you're on. Plus sign on Rumble, Boxing Glove if you're on the app. If you're on Facebook, you know what to do. YouTube, you know what to do. If you're on X, I don't, we're not streaming on X right now, I don't think. But wherever you are, hit that like button, if you're on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, I don't know what you do. Just keep watching. Keep watching. Pat, you know what? Pat yourself on the back. That was the shoulder. But you got to reach a little further. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not very flexible anymore. There's well, apparently your hips are because they're turned the other way. Well, they're flexible that way, but yeah, they're yeah, flexible yeah. the right way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so these responses. We got Foster coming in. Rum. Jerwasam. Rum. Mike. Hunt. Face. <laughs> Bailey's. Ginger going Kahlua. Kind of in that same Ooh, vein. Yeah. Yeah. Texas Panhandle Patriot. <laughs> Bailey's. Jill. Rum. You can, you can soak gummy bears in it also. Interesting. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Just had a Swedish fish on the break there. It's an interesting thought. Strawberry Baileys over... I didn't know they had Strawberry Baileys. They did I. Strawberry Baileys over vanilla ice cream since Andy Pearson. That sounds amazing, if I'm being honest. Barb says, I can't see how Kahlua would be bad. I tend to agree with you. Jerwasam just is now singing rum. Said rum earlier, now just rum, 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 rum. Um, Mike Huntface also likes... <laughs> Mike Hunt face I know <laughs> likes uh, uh, says I like rum cake I just like how you tickled you get every time you say it that's the best part about it 
Uh, I, Ting says, I learned my lesson years ago. My dad caught me drinking beer and offered to drink with me, then said, let's have some ice cream. I got sick as a dog. Thank you, Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. The All stories right. that we have, those special moments. Beer and ice cream. Um, <clears throat> Ginger then chimes back in on Mike's comment. Yes, Mike, rum cake with Bailey's ice cream. That sounds that sounds great. Uh, rum is good in everything. Jerusalem just still going there with that. <laughs> what, what else do we have here? Uh, I'm, <laughs> Mike says carb coma with booze. Love it. Then Ting can beat us. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what a couple of these comments are. I'm not. I'm not tracking on them right now. But I'll, let's do this, Tom. What are you going to go with? I've got a couple, and okay. actually, I one that I had. Well, one that I came up with. It was inspired by some of the comments here. I think that if you were to take Kahlua and mix it with coffee ice cream, it would be very good. Mm. Oh yeah, Kahlua and coffee that would ice be. Cream. One of my favorites that I drank a long time ago because I saw it in a movie. I don't know if you've ever seen The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. <laughs> Star no. Starring Andrew Dice Clay, Lauren Holly, Gilbert Gottfried, and Robert England. It is a fantastic movie. And in that movie, oh, and also Wayne Newton was in the movie. He played the part <laughs> of the, uh, he was the villain in it. Lauren Holly's so attractive in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> That's her, right? Yes. Okay. But he, Ford Fairlane, would drink Sambuca milkshakes, which if you're into like that black licorice taste. I hate black licorice. <laughs> I, I hate it. So you probably wouldn't like a Sambuca milkshake. Probably not. But the one that I'm going with, I'm going with vanilla Crown Royal and orange sherbet. Ooh, like a creamsicle. Yes. Gosh, that sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. <laughs> Why don't we have that? Yeah. Damn it. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. I don't like. So here's the thing. I don't like the. I'm not going to give my answer yet because I'm going to let Disco go. But I don't like the the flavored. I don't like flavored anything. So if if you go the the thought of um, was it strawberry Bailey's yeah. strawberry yeah because uh, I just feel like it's all just chemical nonsense. But at the end of the day, I guess if you're putting alcohol in your system. It's just toxic to it, anyways. Um, but but I like the thought of those that the, the I like the thought of the strawberry Bailey's. And vanilla ice cream. I like the you got a strawberry cream thing. What you're saying, vanilla vanilla uh, crown and orange sherbet. Orange sherbet. We should yeah. we should have that like yeah. sent to us right we're, now. We're gonna. You're not here tomorrow. I was gonna say we're gonna do that tomorrow. Like or, a machine. Yes. Uh. Yes. Just you're yeah. You're pulling down the lever and then another one's spraying spray. alcohol into it. Like not not cleanly either. Like shooting it everywhere. Like I wanted. That's to, not fun. That's a mess we got to clean up then. That's true. Yeah. I will hire someone. Um. Okay. I'm I'm still thinking. You know. So I, I've I've done like a root beer float with bourbon, which I think is great. I'm also just. I, I'm good with doing. Vanilla ice cream with nothing on it and just a glass of bourbon to the side, and I have like mixed it and stuff, and it's delicious. But someone would now saying rum. I'm thinking that El Dorado rum you turned me on to, like mm, with some. So oh my gosh! Like, I think I'm gonna stop on the way home and get some <laughs> and figure. Tom's how to get... literally eating ice cream out of a tub right now. Yeah, I thought that was community ice cream. No, I'm joking. <laughs> There's only a little bit left. Oh, okay, it's yours. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I think rum is. <clears throat> Because it's, it's sugar. It's sugar cane. Yeah. So. Uh, Colty86 came in. I believe Peach Crown Royal goes good with everything. Okay. I'm trying to see what Jill's saying. 
mint Bailey's to oh yeah, mint Bailey's would be good over chocolate ice cream mm. or any any variety of ice cream with chocolate in it. Absolutely, that would be good. Creme de menthe, yeah, that's mm, yeah. I, here's here's one that my dad likes and has put me on to. I don't have it that often because it takes work to do it, and I just maul ice cream, kind of like Tom is doing over there right now. But so I, I'm just gonna sit there while you talk. But but I like <laughs> I, I like vanilla vanilla ice cream, fresh cut strawberries, and some Grand Marnier. Oh, and it's a really delightful treat. It really just is. But I but I like all these answers. These are all great. Kahlua, Bailey's, great rum, great. I think just having a a thing of of vanilla ice cream. Or, or something something a little bit more generic with a a, a glass of bourbon. Delightful. Yeah. Delightful. I think we can all You got like the mixture of the sweet and then like the, the bourbon. It's it's a good it's a good mixture. Yes. Ginger says so ice cream at the bar for the studio in studio extravaganza. Yeah. Well <laughs> it's an ice cream social. <laughs> That's that's one of the reasons we're pushing it. We, it just has to get bigger. It's got to get bigger. Um, it's it's going to be fun when we when we do get there. Appreciate your patience on that. Let's get into some Trump stuff here, because you've got so much nonsense always happening from the left as it pertains to Trump. And again, for those of you here for the first time, I know you guys who are here know I, I'm not all in on Trump or anyone. That's just not what this show is. We're all in on America. I'm all in on America. And just making fun of everyone. That's just kind of that's kind of the policy around here. But you've got this judge who you can see this is from the AP here. Judge ruled that Donald Trump committed fraud while building the real estate empire that catapulted him to fame and eventually the White House. I added eventually there. But I'm going to read this. Just keep that up for a second, Disco, because I'm going to read part of this article. There's several out there, but this is this is an article from the Associated Press. And I've got parts of it. A judge ruled Tuesday that Donald Trump committed fraud for years while building the real estate empire that catapulted him to fame and the White House, and he ordered some of the former president's companies removed from his control and dissolved. So Trump no longer in charge of them, and they have to be dissolved and shut down. Judge Arthur Engeron, like a total alien name, <laughs> but Judge Arthur Engeron ruling in a civil lawsuit brought by the New York Attorney General Letitia James, who of course is a dirty, dirty slut, found that Trump and his company deceived banks, insurers, and others by massively overvaluing his assets and exaggerating his net worth on paperwork used in making deals and securing loans. Engeron ordered that some of Trump's business licenses be rescinded as punishment, making it difficult or impossible for them to do business in New York, and said he would continue to have an independent monitor oversee Trump organization operations. If not successfully appealed, the order would strip Trump of his authority to make strategic and financial decisions over some of his key properties in the state, of course, the state of New York in this case. Trump, in a series of statements, uh, uh, railed, excuse me, I can't read. I, I it, honestly, it's small, and the I's and the L's, it's railed against the decision. <laughs> we need to get you some readers. Yes. Let <laughs> uh, look at this. Uh, railed against the decision, calling it un-American and part of an ongoing plot to damage his campaign to return to the White House, saying, quote, my civil rights have been violated, and some appellate court, whether federal or state, must reverse this horrible un-American decision. He insisted that his company has done a magnificent job for New York State and done business perfectly, calling it a very sad day for the New York State system of justice. Trump's lawyer, Christopher Kyes, 
said that he uh, and the team would appeal, calling the decision, quote, completely disconnected from the facts and governing law. And then one last little part here. This is from the judge. If defendants—the judge said this—if defendants were in the, de in the defendant's world, rent-regulated apartments are worth the same as unregulated apartments. Restricted land is worth the same as unrestricted land. Restrictions can evaporate into thin air. A disclaimer by one party casting responsibility on another party exonerates the other party's lies. He wrote that in the 35-page ruling. That is a fantasy world, fantasy world, he said, not the real world. So, the— Anyways, the article goes on. You can go and, and and read all of it. But what this is going to do, and there's great stuff out there. Uh, granted, it has to do with Florida, not New York. But you had Don Jr. earlier saying, you know, putting out a tweet talking about how Trump's property, they said that it was worth $18 million when it's really worth $300 million. And and people are like, no, that's not true. And then he shared a picture of a of a vacant lot, wooded lot, that was 150 million dollars, just down the road. Again, just just the lot. Oh yeah, I went to Zillow and right before coming on the air, and found a house that is on. If if you've never seen Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago, the back of Mar-a-Lago sits on the intercoastal waterway. And when Trump bought Mar-a-Lago in 1985, he paid 10 million dollars for it. And the lot across the street he wanted, well, the lot across the street was for sale before he bought Mar-a-Lago. So he bought that lot, and he told the people who were selling Mar-a-Lago to come down in the price, or else he'd put up this giant monstrosity and then lose their view of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how he was able to get that property. So he's got the two properties. So Mar-a-Lago faces, the back is the intercoastal waterway, and the front is the Atlantic Ocean, right? And he's got all that property in there, and it's cut by... The main drag that goes up and down Palm Beach. Right. I was looking at a house that it just only has the oceanfront view, just the beach view of the Atlantic Ocean on Palm Beach, and it's listed for fifty nine million dollars, almost sixty million dollars. And it sits. It, well, first of all, it's ten thousand square feet with six bedrooms, seven bath to it. This one for the the sixty million dollar price tag, and it's on. 0.8 acres of land. Mar-a-Lago is on 1.4 acres of land. It's 62,000 square feet with 172 rooms. So there's no way this judge is way off. It's right. he's he's a, a complete, you know, uh, Democrat partisan hack, you know, hitman that is just trying to do what the Democrats want to do is teach everybody a lesson who's not in the enemy class that we will take your shit. Yeah. And we will take all of it, and your life will be a living hell, and we might even throw your ass in prison. Yeah. No, I mean, 100%, that's what this is. He's 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 on Team Letitia James. He, he that, But what this does, though, here, here let's, so let's talk about what this does, because it's bullshit. It's bullshit. You're, you're not you know evaluating or valuating property correctly or appropriately you're you're lying in your 35 page ruling which should be should be its own case but Have you seen a picture of this judge uh -huh. i got to show you a picture of him send me his name i'll look i'll, he I'll look is up. the biggest worm that you've ever seen in your life sorry i i, I, I believe you we'll have to, we'll we'll look it up but so but this is going to practically speaking what this is going to do most people can see it for bs but this case, which is one of 
laundry list of other cases he's dealing with, he and his, his legal team, it's going to tie him up in theory from October to December. At, at least that's what's expected of this trial. Oct- Q4, quarter four, all tied up doing this. And look, I haven't seen Trump's business dealings. I, I've seen stuff like this where the, the where they say this property is only worth this and and then they claim it's worth this. Shut up. Like we just gave you a prime example of how full of shit you are. But honestly, I don't I don't care about his business dealings in New York. I, I it, 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 it it's just more of them beating him up for the sake of beating him up trying to get more voters disenfranchised, trying to do whatever they can to maybe secure a win, get him off the ballot. And then also, as, as they're doing that, hoping that they get something that sticks, having him spend all of his time, all of his treasure, defending himself, exhausting his resources. And, and look, I'm sure at some point there's been, like anyone else, us included, some minor infractions done at certain points. You've done so many things over the years. Oh, dear God, there he is. This is him. (laughs) I guarantee you this motherfucker has been to Epstein Island. (laughs) If you were going to say, hey, what is a a weird, pervy New York City Democrat judge look like? (laughs) And I will give you this. (laughs) Wow. Uh, How are you? No. He definitely has AIDS. I'm 14. You're too old. Bring me another. <laughs> no. No. Um, but, but, but you look at this, and, and we've talked about this particular issue I'm going to make, or point I'm going to make here multiple times before. This is the most loathed, we can now say political because he's been in office, political or public figure in the history of mankind. He's also the most loved political figure in the history of mankind. But but the hatred that's put out there, he's the most investigated political figure of all time. I would say he's the most investigated human being ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. And And you know what? You know what's remarkable about it? Is they've never pinned anything on him, at least anything meaningful. On him. Yes, there's indictments now and charges now. But I'm talking about getting things to stick. And they've been doing this for seven straight years. (laughs) Seven years. And as much as they hate them, if there was even like the most remote shred of actual evidence, not all the the bullshit that's talked about in the media and the press, none of that stuff, because none of that really is. But if there was one tiny shred of evidence that they found six years ago, seven years ago, five years ago, two years ago, whatever— he would have gone down a long time ago, you guys. Yeah. Think about this. This all of their arguments. You've you've got to we not just you. Like we all collectively have to look at what are they saying and what are they doing on the other side. He's the worst. He's broken all the laws ever. Okay, you hate him that much. If he had actually broken laws, anything of significance, he would have been gone a long time ago. Climate change. You talked about the other day. Florida's going to be gone. If it was real, Nancy Pelosi would not be buying a, buying a huge-ass mansion on the oceanfront in Florida, who she also hates politically, <laughs> allegedly. So, like, look, look at what they're saying and then look at what they're doing. Bank accounts. We were talking earlier about laundering money in Ukraine and this, that, and the other. I saw people talking about in the chat. I'm for the American people. Show me your bank account. You're supposed to be making one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars a year, one hundred eighty in the case of of uh, it's one hundred eighty for the speaker, whatever. More, not not much. 
You're not buying mansions in San Francisco and beach houses and this, that. Show me your bank accounts. Oh, it's, that's crazy. It's, it looks like you're worth $120 million. But I also have uh, gold bricks and emeralds and, you know, just like random gifts from world leaders. Right. <laughs> Jewels, fine art. <laughs> I think that's over the $25 gift <laughs> limit. Uh, you need to report that one. We can, I was so dumb. I thought that was dumb. Like, we couldn't get... And it makes sense in, in those scenarios, but you get a gift from a foreign. If it's over $25, you have to report it and you can't keep it. Like, okay. Where would you send it? You'd throw it away? You'd leave it there. Or, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't do much with it. Or you would just say it wasn't worth that much. Or you'd just tuck it in your bag and take it home. Whatever. But, but <clears throat> these people, all that to say, don't listen to what they're saying. Look at what they're doing. Look at their bank accounts. In this case, I, that's why I'm on. I, look, again, I have no idea what Trump's books look like. I have no idea how his business dealings work. I don't care. I, I literally could care less about him. And not just because anyone. I don't care. You do you. I'll do me. Maybe if I like you, we'll get together for a drink at some point during the conversation. But I don't care how you do your business. But I know this. If you had done something wrong, you would have gone a long time ago a long time ago and that's that's how i look at it so until you can prove otherwise and you have this real definitive stuff which by the way not this charge from this 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 judge this weird looking judge from new york or any of the indictments from the special counsel any of that stuff none of it none of it none of it makes any sense to me whatsoever so until you can prove me wrong i'm just going to continue to laugh at you and call you out for your bullshit because that's what it that's what it is that's what it's always been and i hope i hope that there's more americans who take the time to think about that i mean honestly we're we're in a bad place as a country there's no two ways about it but and i'm not great at this i move a million miles an hour i hate people who move slow i hate slowing down for anything i I'm mad that the coffee maker takes as long as it does. The water dispenser takes as long as it does. Just fucking go. Fill my cup. <laughs> you, got, you complained about the Keurig this morning. I, it pisses yeah. me off. I want it to shoot down there like a lady. I want it to be a one-second iteration. Well, it's because we turn it off every day. We left it on. Well, but even that, even when it does dispense it because it's been heated up. Like, it's not fast enough. It's not fast enough. <laughs> I want it to slop down there and then just and then drink it down. But... All that to say, if you take an extra second and just think about the topics that are being discussed about and ask a question or two to yourself, talk to yourself. People love it when they look at you across the way like, is he talking to him? Yeah, he absolutely is. Talk to yourself, make an awkward scene, but ask yourself a couple poignant questions on the issue and, and then see if it makes sense to you what's, what's, what's happening. And it can't just be, do you like Trump or dislike Trump or do you like Biden or dislike Biden or whatever? Because that's just all bullshit surface talking points that everyone shares out there. But ask, ask a couple of real questions and then see where it lands you. Because then you're going to be like, oh, huh? Yeah, no, you know what? I think that those people in the press are lying. <laughs> I think that they don't actually know what's going on. Or even worse, which is true, they're sharing lies on purpose. Sons of bitches. The man on the television would not lie to me, and that's why I'm getting my booster shot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Says, what's that guy's name? I don't know. <laughs> no one does. It's kind of a mix of like a Forrest Gump and somebody 
who, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great description. I don't, I, I've no nailed idea. it. Yeah, it's a mix between you know, like the Forrest Gump. Uh, you know, I know what love is, and with that voice and like the one voice of, Mom says I'm a good helper, and one day I'm gonna get my own paper route. So it's a mix of those two voices. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm so to, actually texting my wife to see if we're doing steak for dinner. That's just what sounds good. Now. So to kind of keep it on topic, uh, Texas Panel Patriots said that is one ugly mother effer. But then Ting said, at least he's cute compared to Brandon. And Fair then point. and then my Beavers box unit said he's the guy that you find hanging outside a child's playground. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think so too. There. Yeah. Uh, Come I, here, kid. Let me talk to you about something. Come here. I got Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> you have a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Great time for a break. Yeah. We're gonna, but we're going to keep talking about um, Trump afterwards because Joe Rogan weighed in on it. And, and I think it's an important conversation. We're going to have it on the other side of this break. Stick around. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over in. 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. 
If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. my pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever to thank you my employees and i are bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, He wants to do it. I can tell he just he wants to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> then we got a Nancy Sonoma. <laughs> um, okay. So, Are you okay, Tom? I feel like you're dying or something. Uh, totally fine. <laughs> well, we have wings coming, so that's good. Um, we skipped on the barbecue. Went for wings. Skipped on the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. I thought you said barbecue one. I don't know what that is. I didn't is. know what that was. I, don't know I didn't that know is. that we were putting numbers with, with meats, but. Um, barbecue wouldn't be one. Yes. Uh, so we have wings. Don't tell my wife that we have wings coming. Okay. Stop Joe Rogan or Tom. <laughs> Joe Rogan <laughs> has, uh, has obviously got, you know, a decent sized podcast. He's doing pretty well for himself. And uh, he said that he's over the years. And I think he's sticking to his guns on this that he won't have Trump on a show, right? It's just never been something he wants to do. And and it's his show, man. Like, whatever. Whatever you want to do. But now he says, he doesn't expressly say it. You'll, you'll see what I mean here in a second. But he says that he would vote for Trump, at least over Biden. And he weighed in with some more common sense commentary here on Trump. 
all that's going on with Trump, all that's going on with our broken government. And he did it in this conversation right here. Take a listen. No one is going to run against Trump in the Republican side and win because you're not going to get the Trump supporters. They are all in on Trump, unless he has a stroke, unless something happens that's horrible. He, they're all in on Trump. You're, you, if you run against Trump, you're yeah. now the enemy of Trump. If I was friends with DeSantis, I'd be like, don't do it. You can't beat that guy. You just can't. When that guy gets out there and he's waving to people and they're going crazy, you're not beating that. There's a fucking—and the fact that he was the president for four years and the country was in a, a, a great economic situation, yeah. and it looked like his policies were actually effective, and that it looked like the unemployment was down, all business mm -hmm. was building, regulations were being relaxed, more things were getting done. You know, when you look at it from a policy perspective, if you just look at it on paper, what he did was effective. A lot of people think it was effective. You don't like him as a personality, so you ignore that. Don't do that. Look at it in terms of a policy perspective. People liked the ideas that he was putting forward. And now you're saying, like, oh, the wall is raised. Now the, the fucking—everybody thinks there needs to be a wall. Even the mayor of mm -hmm. New York City mm -hmm. is now calling to stop immigration That's into right. a city. And he, this was the guy that called it for it to be a sanctuary state. When the reality of what your policies—what what kind of actions you put forth, what, what the results of that are, and those results are highly negative— you're forced to sort of recollect, recollect your thoughts mm -hmm. and come up with a, a, a new perspective. And that's what the mayor of New York City is doing right now. When you just look at what Trump's policies were, and then obviously COVID hits, there's a lot to that, the lockdowns, the, the economic collapse, all the shit that came with that. that all, none of that is good. And then Trump holds up this like hope to bring us back to where we were when he was in office. You're not going to beat that. I don't think they're going to beat that. I don't I don't think when you look at the Russia collusion, when you look at the Steele dossier, when you look at all the bullshit they tried to throw at him that we now know is bullshit, not just bullshit, yeah. but coordinated bullshit. When you look at the fact that they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story and that 51 intelligence agency representatives signed off on that to say that this was Russian disinformation, which we know they know is not true. That's scary because now you have the intelligence agencies colluding to keep a guy from being president that was president during a time where the country was thriving economically. This is you're not going to beat that guy. Would you? Would he get your vote? He'd get my vote before. <laughs> excuse me. He'd get my vote before Biden. I said that before. I don't think that. I, I never thought that Biden was going to make it. I never. I never thought that he was going to be functional. You know, like regardless of what what kind of power the president actually has, and it appears under Trump, the president has a lot more power than we think they do. But under Biden, it's like he's handled, like he's just out there yeah. talking and saying, the real problem is Donald Trump. Donald Trump, what he's done is terrible. He didn't offer. It's all nonsense. It's like you, everyone's treating him with kid gloves because they don't want to prop up Trump. They don't want to go after him because it'll weaken the Democratic Party. Sound logic sounds like an endorsement almost. It does. I mean, it really does. It's the closest you've gotten to one for sure. And, and look, I agree. I agree with what he said. And I've, I've said some things to pick on Trump. And, and I also say I still like Trump. And I do like Trump. Trump, Trump's a stud. I mean, he's a stud. Like, and no one is going to beat him if he's allowed to be on the ballot in all 50 states. Now, if they are successful in, in hurting him in some, in some spots there, then that's a different scenario. And it's a scenario that could happen. And we've got to be realistic about that. It shouldn't. Not obviously endorsing it, but that's if he's allowed to run 
in a normal way, no one on the GOP side's winning. And and if they put Biden up there, he's not winning either. But in a fair fight, in a fair fight, you yeah. know you know what they're going to do. But I mean. To Joe's point, his policies were great, man. They were freaking awesome. He failed on COVID. He failed on on personnel. I I, I will continue to pick on him for those things, but I loved him. He was a great freaking president. I had no problem with him shooting from the hip and saying the things that he said, doing it the way that he did it. Zero problem whatsoever. I, I, I just don't. So you've got to, you've got to, look at him as a president again the job not as tweets or his truths or his whatever not some of the he says dumb shit all the time you, but you, you've got to look at the big picture was the big picture good yes it was could the big picture be good again yes it could be would he do all the things he's promising on the campaign no hell no it's not, it's not gonna happen but this is all this to say this is big for trump <laughs> This is big for Trump because as the left is smearing him, trying to convince more people to hate him, you've got the most popular podcaster on the planet laying out very truthful, practical information. And I think it's a big deal in my view. And I I say this all the time. Trump is good to go. He was in South Carolina this weekend. Chad was there, did a great job. Uh, You know, he was there this weekend He's, in, I think, in Michigan coming up this week, sometime this week or this weekend, whatever that is. You got the MAGA crowd, bro. You tell them to jump off a cliff, and they will jump off a cliff for you. But how do you get new voters? That's, that's, the, that's the proposition that has to happen. You need to do You might not have to do it. If it's a fair fight, you probably still are going to win anyways. But you should. You should get new voters. And getting Joe Rogan on your side, that's going to help get new voters. That right there is a winner. Because the people who listen to Rogan, yes, there's some people on, on, on the further right who listen and some people, maybe probably not the further left, but you've got different, but most of the folks who listen to Joe Rogan are just kind of everyday people. Right. Yeah. You've got Joe Rogan appealing to his crowd and saying that he would vote for Donald Trump if over Biden, which I, if people with a functioning brain and who aren't a part of the enemy class all see that. And the ones who are, like, completely on board with, you know, the Green New Deal and climate change and all this other Marxist crap are going to keep going the other way with Joe Biden. And that includes Taylor Swift, who has said that she endorses Joe Biden. And I know that, you know, (laughs) the whole Taylor Swift thing, but somebody like her and her popularity, that also holds a lot of water and is able to sway a lot of votes. Same thing with The Rock, you know, and he— endorsing joe biden as well no he did last time yeah in in 2020 yeah 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 so and he, and he might this time i mean i'm not saying he's not going to this time but no, I, he, he as much as i like the rock you know as a wrestler not so much as an actor the rock is a part of the enemy class he is not he's not on our side he is just going to go whichever way that his handlers <clears throat> tell him to go he's going to do what his t- handlers tell him he, the Rock now has become the LeBron James of professional wrestling and acting. I think that's a strong, a strong sentiment. I know where you're going with it. Uh, I'm not quite there on that. I agree. He's not on our our side. 
Um, but I think he's a hell of a lot better. I'm just not happy the fact that after the fires in Hawaii and everything, and him and Oprah are like, you guys got to donate money. You got the two richest people on camera. Well, in fairness, I saw a good interview on that. So he was on Pat McAfee's show the day before he was on um, College Game Day. Gotcha. Which was great. And the energy was great. Look, if anyone can pop off a crowd, that's some bitch. Uh, Dear God. Like, you, you... he enters in and they play his music and it's like, all right, I'm I'm on board if, for a couple minutes. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you might say great. something that pisses me off, but but he's a great showman, such a good showman. But he talked about that and it was it was interesting. And I I was gonna turn the I was I was sitting out back, and then and then both my wife and I did. We both watched it because she came to check on me. I'm working on whatever I was working on that day. It was Friday, so I'm working on probably stuff for the following week. And I was about to turn the TV down. And then he came out, and I was still going to turn it down. I was like, okay, this is cool. The Rock's on there. Pat's got a great show. And then he started talking about that. I was like, okay. I went the opposite direction. I turned it up. I set my laptop down. I grabbed my wife's hand and a cigar. And we sat there, and we watched it. And it was interesting to hear his perspective. Now, anyone can say anything. I love how we've somehow dovetailed into a Rock conversation now. But... But I wanted to hear what he had to say, because I do like the guy. I want to like the guy. Yes, he picked Biden in 2020. I don't care about that. You can I, you vote for whoever yeah. you want. That doesn't change. That doesn't change my relationship with anyone. Everything else. Fair game. For well, sure. It tells me that if you if somebody like the rock stature comes out and goes, I'm voting for Biden, you're telling me you're part of the enemy class. Because you know that he's not going to be making any of the decisions, and this panel of people are going to usher in this whole Marxist revolution, and you being part of the enemy class are part of the Marxist revolution, who I also believe The Rock will be running for president in 2032. <laughs> 2032. Okay. Okay. I, I, I don't dispute any of those things. I'm not saying he's one of us. He's one of the wealthiest, most successful people on the planet. There's such a wide gap between us. I do love his story of how he got there. Yeah. You know, his story getting there, kudos to him and how he did it, all of that stuff. I'm not going to hit on him as hard as as you are, but I also am not disputing everything you're saying. Uh, Some of the very specific, 2032, (laughs) on on all of that stuff. But getting back to to what he was saying about that, he was like, look, I handled this poorly. I should have communicated differently. He did put in millions of his own dollars. So... For, for some yeah, of the because I wasn't there in the vi- in the original wasn't video. The video. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't said in the video, and and they and they should have put on more, and and it should have been described better, hundred percent. But I I will give him this, and it might have been total bullshit. Might have been total bullshit. The way he described it and apologized, but also clarified what he did put in, I felt better about that particular issue. Okay, okay, I'll give you a pass on this, like because I was with that. T- I remember seeing that video of him and Oprah being like, um, guys. <laughs> You should be donating. You should be doing this. But it, I, I don't know about Oprah because she probably wants that land. Um, you know, she loves to give stuff away for free and then take things. But I don't know if that's true. And I'm just saying that. But 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 apparently he did put in millions of his own dollars, which he, you get props for that. Yeah. You do the right thing. And apparently that organization they started um, was was actually giving people to actually giving money to the people there. Maybe that's not true, but everything he said that day, he handled, I'll say this, he handled that interview and some tough questions on that topic very well. well that's good. And I was, I was quasi satisfied with his answers on that. I'm not saying that, look, I'm attracted to him. I'd probably sleep with him. I'm not saying that I agree with him politically and everything. I don't, but 
Well, no, like, I don't hate him as much as Tom. Well, like we talk- I, I don't hate The Rock, but I just I'm very skeptical, especially when it comes to entertainers, actors, wrestlers, anybody who you know who who makes a living at deceiving people. And so I'm sure he was very. That's what I did. <laughs> I know, but he, he. So you're on a thin ice, Mr. Berquist. <laughs> he, he was very. I'm sure he was very compelling in that interview. And how much of that is genuine, and how much of it is damage control? 100. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. And I look, I, I, I have manipulated people to do some <laughs> shit in my days. Um, so I get it. I understand how to to play that game. It might all be the most fake shit ever. I, at, at minimum, I'm giving him props for being really good at faking it. So, oh, yeah. so and we and when that video came out, we were talking about off camera about it. Like it would have been fine if they ended it with guys. And by the way, the two of us were going to match or double whatever you guys donate. So donate now, because then then it would have been oh, the two richest people on this in the United States are going. You guys got to donate. We're not donating because that's what it looked like. But if they just would have said, hey, we're going to be giving money too, then it, there would have been no problem. But then he's got to go play cleanup. That's you know, but you know, at least he came out and said what he did. Yeah, I, again, I, I'm not taking sides here. I, I'm just saying that interview went well. It 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 provided a little bit of clarity and was at least delivered well. I'm not saying I'm going to sit here and vote for the Rock if he runs for president. <laughs> that's not that's not the message that I'm conveying. Are we making here. T-shirts though? But but I will say this too. Then that fucking night, he showed up on SmackDown. And I'm sitting there watching with my my crew because yes, we're a wrestling family and we're damn proud of it. We're moving out of our country club and into a trailer park soon. We just haven't found the right, <laughs> the, the right spot. But I'm telling you, to get the pop that that dude, I can't imagine having that kind of a pop. You walk out, that music hits, and it's just like it was an awesome moment. The the arena like crumbles and breaks. Like it's a, it's a wonder that the thing didn't collapse and kill everyone. <laughs> it's oh, just yeah. it's it is it's pretty impressive. Um, oh yeah, when he was wrestling and he get into the ring. Finally, The Rock has come home. You know, <laughs> it, there's nothing better in sports entertainment than that. Yeah. No, 100%. And I agree. I don't think he's a great actor either. He's a big draw. Oh, for I sure. I mean, yeah. you want him in your film. but You, you think I'm hard on, on The Rock? My kids are his toughest critic. And I don't know where they get that from because I've always, you know, liked The Rock as, as a you know, wrestler and as an entertainer and everything. But my kids are like, Dad, we're not going to sit through a movie that has The Rock in it. There is no way. He's just a horrible actor. Look, but it's Expendables 4. <laughs> That's probably going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. Um, so, uh, I, 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 uh, damn it, that just totally distracted me. And what I was going to say. Sorry. Oh, you know what I was going to say is side point. No one's asking. That's okay. It's called This Is My Show. Um, if we're, if we're out of stuff to watch, we'll, we'll watch, um, Stone Cold's, what's it called? Broken Skull. Broken right. Skull. Yeah. That's a, he's a good interviewer. He, I mean, it, the stories that come out of it, and we watched one the other night, like, he, he actually does, and they've never done The Rock. I'm not talking about The Rock. Everyone get your panties out of a wad, um, in a wad, out of a wad. Put them wherever you want. Chew on them. I don't care what you do with them. But, like, he interviews interesting folks, and hearing their stories come, because that's a hard freaking life, man. You know, wrestling on the indie circuit, being poor as shit, going motel to motel not hotel like you're not even quite at hotel status I, I, th those are interesting like i've actually gotten a kick out of those 
hearing some of the stories that, oh, yeah. that those folks go through. I was just listening to a Kurt Angle on a Joe Rogan experience. And do you know that he's the only wrestler that I have ever known of who went from from the Olympics and then he went into a sports broadcasting in Pittsburgh where he failed miserably by his own by his own testimony and also by a friend of mine who was working at the TV station that he worked at and was the producer of his show that he did sports on and said it was just a fiasco but he's the only one to go directly and get a contract with the WWE without any kind of like any sort of development not really like you know they always talk about paying their dues on the independent circuit and everything or in other smaller promotions around the US or doing time in Japan or whatever but what I found interesting about Angle is the fact that not only did he wrestle with a broken neck in the Olympics or the Olympic trials but since then, since he went to the WWE, he broke his neck an additional four times. He could barely move. Is uh, he? He could barely turn his head now. Well, and he's he's yeah. I mean, he looks he looks awful. Like every once in a while, they'll bring him back, you know, for a Hall of Fame moment. He comes and doesn't wrestle anymore. But I was just trying to see what he's got. He's had all those those neck injuries. He's got some other stuff. But he's let me see if this says it here. Um, but basically he's had so many issues that he's not getting from what I understand blood flow into his arm like his arms have atrophied yeah he oh talked my. about that did he okay because yeah. I mean they, like he doesn't look like he's still kind of got the big traps here yeah. but like he doesn't look like a dude who was a jacked WWE slash amateur wrestler before he looks like a sick patient and it's it's sad to see because he I mean he was yeah, well, I mean, that, that that whole business takes a toll on you, you know? And the only one who really hasn't taken a toll on is Vince McMahon because he, you know, he doesn't take the bumps that everybody else does, but that dude is jacked. <laughs> he is jacked. He's got, like, a new look now, too. He just yeah. came out of, like, a, a procedure, and he's got, like, a new look. Uh, it's Bro, he's two years younger than, Ob than uh, Biden. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. He's got to be the most fit seventy-eight-year-old man on the planet. G Ginger says Broken Skull is entertaining. Uh, she said in entertaining, but I assume it's this is my show speak, and it's just the way we do it. Uh, but no, he does. He 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 looks he looks great. Um, and again, for those of you who are like wrestling stupid, I, I yeah, it kind of is, but I enjoy it, and it's not politics. So it's something that the family and I do together, and. It's it was it was fun. Mike Mike Cunface wrestling historically was always a gay sport. The amateur, I I kind of agree, and and I also kind of agree on the other stuff. It's just a male soap opera. I mean, I literally stare at men, although they've added some new features over over the years. Anyways, let's move on to one last thing here in this hour. Share with some RFK Jr. Let's just touch on this because. This, this is, I'm not saying this is going to go anywhere. This is an interesting thread, and I always get heat when we talk about this. Oh, do you have a picture? Yeah. Of the, at the, yeah, there's, yeah. there's Vince. This is Vince, bro. 78. <laughs> yeah. There's like a, a random stray ab up there. It's a nine. It's like, yeah. A nine pack. Good for him. Good for him. Um, so RFK Jr., obviously not getting the love on the left dnc not going to let him run they're not going to they're not going to let there be a primary there's not going to be debates none of that shit's going to happen 
And while some polls have him losing big time to Joe, there's some polls that have him ahead of Joe. You can believe whatever you want to believe. But he, he, he's, he's kicking around, apparently. There's, there's some suggestion, reports, whatever, that he's kicking around running as a libertarian with the Libertarian Party. Apparently, he was at some event months ago, and he met the, the leader of the, the Libertarian Party, talked about it. He sees himself as a libertarian and said he still wants to run as a Democrat, is, is very much his intention to run as a Democrat, but he sees himself as a libertarian. So you can make of that what you will, but he, here's what I make of it. You, You've had these meetings. You see yourself as this. The libertarians don't really have a big name candidate. We, we we have a friend who's a candidate there, and it's no. I'm not trying to slam him, but you're not RFK, RFK Jr. RFK Jr. is a, a big name. You you're getting screwed by the party that you call your party or you call home, politically speaking, and you're not going to be able to actually be on the ballot. So why wouldn't you why wouldn't you consider going there and being someone who's got realistically still not a shot running as a third party but someone who would disrupt the absolute piss out of this election if you did if you ran as a libertarian I think it's interesting you've still got Joe Manchin as a possibility of of running as an independent with that no labels group out there but I think this is going to be really fascinating to look at going into this next year as we kind of hit the, the final quarter of 2023 and head into election year. I I just think this is worth keeping an eye on. And if I'm RFK Jr., I, I, I get it. You would like to be the Democrat nominee. You'd like to right some wrongs in your party. You'd like to bring your party back to the old blue dog Democrat days of old. That's not going to happen. And they're literally telling you to your face, in the media, everywhere you go, we don't like you or your ilk. And we're not going to let you even get a platform to speak. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you say, okay, then here's what I'm going to do? Because one of you, and uh, to me, I see two reasons why. One, you think your your popularity is growing enough where you'd have a shot to win. I don't think that's true, but you could you could speculate that someone might think that. So one, you think you could still win, or two, and even better two. Your Democrat Party is saying F you and kicking. They're putting their hands square on your shoulders and kicking you in the balls. Go run as Libertarian and screw them over. Who do you think that screws over more if he runs as a Libertarian candidate? Does he siphon votes away? Let's say, let's say Joe Biden is going to be Biden and Trump just for this exercise, who are both the nominees for the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. And you have RFK as a libertarian candidate. Who gets hurt worse? Do independents who don't want to vote for Trump and don't want to vote for Biden vote for JFK? or And do Democrats who don't like Biden but can't see themselves ever voting for Trump vote for JFK? Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I think people are going to be like, I want to lick his abs. I think that's going to be something that happens. Um, I'm not saying I want to. I'm you're saying, saying, you're saying people. I'm saying people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not big into ab licking. It's not. <clears throat> sure. It's not. Sure, a, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a friend of mine that was into chicks with scars 
like really like bad scars. He would like and, and actually like like small amputations of like digits and stuff. <laughs> That Let's was... get back to RFK. <laughs> <laughs> the, um... <laughs> Tom's like, since we've been derailed. <laughs> um, I know. I think I think that you would get both. I think that the independent voters on independent meaning like just right of center, just left of center, and then the the three but people who that, that are who does that hurt mo- more? Well, well, hold on. I think I think those people will gravitate towards RFK Jr. So you will get that chunk. But then the question is, is okay. Past those right of center, left of center lines, what portion goes where? And I think you get more left of center lines that go with RFK instead of Biden than you do people abandoning Trump. Um, so I think it hurts both of them, but I think it hurts Biden more. Is is the short way of saying that? I think that it would. I think that it would hurt Biden more, and and help propel Trump into the White House. And I also think that it, it would probably do the same with Mansion. I think that it would hurt both of them, which is typically the case with a third-party candidate. You, 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 there's a little bit of blood on both sides, but but to me, I think both of them. Look, there would be some Republicans if Joe Manchin ran, who would maybe no one in this audience or in this studio, but you would have some people who are like, you know what, I'm going there. I'm going to go with that pick. But I think there would be more just left of of center who go go that direction than the other way. And I don't even know because uh, in a in a realistic world or not a realistic world in a in a world that made more sense, not not reality that we live in, one or both of these guys would run and disrupt things, and it would be good for our country. It really would. I know some people are like, no, it has to be Trump or, or the high. again. These people aren't going to win, but it would be good to to have some some. Bigger name people, because the normal third party people who run, it's like no one even knows. To the, are you going to vote for this person, this person, or that person? And everyone's like, who the fuck's that person? Joe Jorgensen, it, Jill Stein. Yeah, like no one knows who they are. RFK Jr., different story. Joe Manchin, different story. And and they're not even on the same level either. But but I think that that's interesting. The wings are on the way, guys. The wings are on the way. What about Vermin Supreme? <clears throat> No one knows who he is either. We're, we know who he is. He wears a fucking boot on his head, but like no one else does. But these these guys could make an impact, and I, I think it's interesting. Um, and, and I think it it I just think it needs to be done. I think it's good for for American politics to have some different opportunities and options out there, and and for for the establishment on both sides to be frustrated, to be uncomfortable, and to have to deal with the problems that arise from having that. And in this case, it would be mostly, I think, on the left, folks who, who deal with that. <laughs> Mike says, <laughs> he could breastfeed America back to health with those nipples. Fair point. Let's pull up his nipples again. Um, they, are, they are substantial for a male. Yes. I was trying to hide my face because I was laughing at that comment. A, I didn't want, comment. didn't want to. It's a great comment. But, and again, for the record, I don't want to lick his abs or suck on his nipples. We all know what you really want to do. But someone. <laughs> do, we, do we? I don't, I don't even want to. Yeah, you want to pour ranch dressing into his belly button. Oh, God. <laughs> if it's homemade. Yeah, you can't have the chemicals in it. Yeah. No, I don't want like, Ken's or something like that. I want. I mean, if it's homemade, we'll talk. We'll cons- What's we'll the uh, best ranch dressing you've ever had? Where was it? That depends. 
So locally here, mm. for a fry, you can't beat Cruiser's Ranch dressing. You can't. Not going to do it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the end of my – I was thinking there is one more that I like, and I can't think of what it is right now, but that's, that's the best. Not for a salad, but if you're having a good ranch dressing, don't eat a salad. Don't be gay. Like, eat ranch dressing on something good. Gosh, the like Cruiser Ranch. That so ranch is so good. Why aren't we getting that right now? Wow. Can I cancel this? <laughs> you said it's on the way, so. Robert's approaching, so keep an eye for him. Um, okay, we actually are going to take a break, and then maybe Robert will come on the break, and we'll just be, like, slopping down wings during the rest of the show. Do we want Robert as a guest? Let's bring Robert yeah. in. <laughs> you got time, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a break, though. We're going to come back. We've got a lot of random stuff to finish out our last hour here. It's going to be interesting. We're going to talk Colin Kaepernick. It's just going to happen, folks. Just go with it. We've got to. We've got to do it. We've got some other. We've. Have you, have you seen the Jack in the Box <laughs> scene? It's crazy. We're going to talk about that. We got lots of stuff to get to. We got the post-show press conference. It's all coming up. Please stick around. We'll be right back. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway don't be fooled it won't benefit you so take action now the federal reserve's phased deployment of fed now began on july 1st 2023 be prepared this may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy but here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over in. 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, 
hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. my pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever to thank you my employees and i are bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. 
Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. 98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. Have you heard of Executive Order 14067? This little-known order implemented the digital dollar, the most sinister plan to control your spending. And it gets worse. In November, the federal government and banks began a test program to roll out the digital dollar. With this, privacy for all Americans will be lost forever. Imagine, the government can now track all of your spending. The government can tell you what you can and can't buy. The government could confiscate your cash. When digital currency was rolled out in China, Bloomberg wrote, quote, this will lead to control like no other, end quote. The EU has announced that they are next, but it is already happening in America, which makes this wealth protection guide that American Alternative Assets just put out even more urgent. Project Hamilton, as this secret order is being called, might be the scariest order to happen to privacy and freedom in America since its founding, which makes this wealth protection guide so incredibly valuable right now. Move your money out of cash and into something that doesn't infringe on your privacy. You see, there is one legal IRS-proof loophole that could protect your IRA, 401k, and pension savings with gold and silver. And this free guide tells you exactly which steps you need to take right now to move part of your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax consequences. As this program rolls out, the sky's the limit for the level of government control that could be enforced on your money. Protect your savings and your privacy. But in the devastation ahead, American Alternative Assets is offering you something rare, a chance to protect your wealth and possibly even grow it. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, MyPillow 2.0. <gasps> When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. 
The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. So Colin Kaepernick just won't go away. Ever since he lost the starting job, then decided that there was more money in activism, he's realized that, oh, I kind of missed this. And he's tried to make a comeback, right? Despite no one wanting him. Well, this week was his latest effort as he sent this letter to the New York Jets, who, as we all know, lost their future Hall of Famer in, in Aaron Rodgers just minutes into week one rough go here Most was the letter eight minutes in nfl history can you zoom that in uh, zoom in on that more yeah there we go now i can read um just tell me when to yeah. move up so here's the letter to the jets from colin caper dick hope this letter finds you in great spirits despite the less than an ideal start to a big season i'm wishing you your staff and the players a great game this weekend as you look to bounce back I'm writing, of course, in response to the unfortunate loss of Aaron Rodgers. I know the aspirations this season were and still are to win a championship. And so that Hall of Fame-sized hole will need to be filled as best as possible to keep the team on a Super Bowl track. As of right now, Zach Wilson is charged with that task. And I wish him and the rest of the team the best moving forward. However... I know that there are currently depth issues at the position, and I've heard that the backup spot is likely to be filled by a veteran quarterback. As much as I would love the opportunity to fill that spot, I'm writing you in hopes that you can imagine a much different approach involving me. Semicolon. I would be honored and extremely grateful for the opportunity to come in and lead the practice squad. I would do this with the sole mission of getting your defense ready each week, If I were able to fill this role for the team, I believe this allows for multiple things. One, it gives your defense the advantage of getting a truer read on the more mobile, athletic, versatile quarterbacks it will face in weeks four, five, and six. And then he lists out uh, Mahomes, Wilson, and Hurts. I would consider it a privilege to be able to do this and would take on this responsibility with the decision and passion as if it were the QB1 position. Number two, This would also allow you guys as an organization to take a real look at where I'm at football-wise in game-like situations against an elite defense while also not putting any competitive pressure on Zach. I understand the importance of keeping him confident and focused as QB1, and I would only look to boost that confidence in any interactions that we may have if I was given this role within the team. In a perfect world for the Jets, Zach Wilson finds his stride and shows that he's able to lead this championship-caliber team that you've put together to the Super Bowl. I believe a confident Zach Wilson has the, the tools to do this. However, in the event this is not the case, I would love to offer you a risk-free contingency plan. Continues on, I'm sure, of my ability to provide you with uh, an elite quarterback option if, God forbid, QB1 goes down. However, I know that there may be naturally uncertainties from you and possibly from others about my playing abilities. This plan, I believe, allows me to be of great service to the team as a practice squad quarterback 
while also giving you a low commitment chance to assess my capabilities to help in any other capacity you may see fit. Worst case scenario, you see what I have to offer and you're not that impressed. Best case scenario, you realize you have a real weapon at your disposal in the event you ever need to use it. In either of these scenarios, I would be committed to getting your defense ready week in and out and week out all season long, and I would wear that responsibility like a badge of honor. As a final point, I would like to add this. Unlike many of the veteran quarterbacks that have been named in the media, I've never retired or stopped training. My training schedule has remained the same for six years, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. training on the field and in the weight room. I've kept this training schedule without failure for the past six years in hopes that an opportunity will present itself. I say this to give you some perspective on where I am at physically. I've also attached a list of my references within the league that will vouch for my character and work ethic and ability. Thanks so much for your time. Signed, Colin Kaepernick. And then he lists Jim Harbaugh, Chip Kelly, John Harbaugh, and Mark Davis, uh, the the Las Vegas Raiders owners. So, (laughs) well-written letter, not by him. Well-written letter, certainly some some ass-kissing going on there. But as Zeke said, Zeke from from RVM Network, our good friend, the the same guy whose girlfriend made a racial joke about Ray Lewis and the Ravens owner when they were ready to sign him, the same guy who had a public workout for the NFL and then squandered it by deliberately turning it into a circus, which he did, the same guy who went on to compare the NFL combine and physical to a slave body inspection, going to show that in a second, is now begging to be on the Jets' practice squad. That's right, Zeke. That Nike grift money must either be running out or he's desperately trying to be relevant. Either way, it's pathetic and desperate, and I wish he'd simply go away. Sorry, Colin. No one likes you. Five to six years. Again, you, let's, let's keep this in perspective. He was a great athletic quarterback. He was a great athlete, we should say. Had, had some different skills. Lost his job. That's how this all started. You lost your job. Now, I think it's a smart play to say, let me be on the practice squad. I'm not trying to come in and and be the backup. I'm not trying to come in and unseat QB1. I just let me be on the practice squad and give some looks. But here, uh, beyond the douchebaggery that this guy is, and we're going to show a video in a second just to remind everyone. Bro, it's been five to six years. (laughs) Do you understand what that? I don't care that you've been working out from five to eight a.m. That's great. Good for you. You're. I'm sure you're healthy and fit as a fiddle. Being fit as a fiddle is not the same as being in game shape and being caught up with all the trends, all the things that are changing in terms of scheme. In terms, I, it just changes so fast, so fast. You're out for for more than a year. You can have an ACN, ACL injury. You can have even, a, a, God forbid, an awful injury like, like Aaron's dealing with now with an Achilles where you're out for a solid year. But And if you're a stud, you can make it back from that. If you're a stud. You, you've been out five to six years, man. Five to six years. It's just not happening. It's, it's not happening. And, and I'm, sure he's, I'm sure he's still a reasonably good athlete. I'm not saying that he's looks like fat bastard from Austin Powell. Like he, he looks fit. He, he looks ridiculous in my view, but he looks, he looks fit. But that does, again, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This, this game is different than that. You can't just step out and then be like, you know what? I'm stepping back in. No, very, very few people can do that. And you're not one of them. No. And it doesn't matter the sport. We saw this with Muhammad Ali. We saw it with Mike Tyson. 
when you have time off, when you're competing at such a high level in, in any kind of professional sport, that time off is detrimental. It, it, it goes away. It, the, the skills that you have diminish really quickly. And somebody like Colin Kaepernick, who the whole offensive scheme in San Francisco was around his ability to scramble and run. Yeah. And 2016 rolls around, and they need to go into a new direction because def- defenses around the NFL have all figured it out and how to contain him. So his effectiveness isn't that isn't the, what it used to be that got him to the Super Bowl. And he's just he's not a drop back passer. So there, there's nothing you can do at that point. And plus, his body was beat up. And that's yeah. the one thing that a lot of people don't realize of how physically beat up his body was in 2016. And so San Francisco has a new coach and they're like, all right, we're going to go with was it Jimmy Garoppolo. We're going to move him into the starting position. Yeah. And that's when you get this whole kneeling and sitting thing for the national anthem. But the hypocrisy in the smugness and the just the the douchebaggery of Colin Kaepernick is, <clears throat> is unbelievable. <laughs> you know, going down this whole social justice route and then thinking it he you know he reminds me of he reminds me of of Prince Harry, <laughs> you know, I'm sure his wife or his girlfriend is behind all these bullshit decisions that he made to try and make himself relevant, and he's really regretting it, but he can't take it out on her, so he's trying to figure out some sort of way to get back into the league. If I'm an owner, I would rather go over to West Africa and have somebody inject Ebola into my veins than to bring him into my business. Well, it is. It is a huge. I mean, that's, and that, and that's why it hasn't happened, right? It's it's not that you couldn't justify somewhere along the way. Not now, five years back. Okay, I could justify as a coach if if the social stuff hadn't happened, just in terms of him losing his position and people understanding understanding schematically how to how to shut him down, which is very much in fact what happened to your point is okay now we got you i can understand someone bringing him in and saying okay you're going to be great for a prep week for hey we're playing fast forward we're playing the ravens and and we got to get people ready to stop lamar jackson you're not lamar jackson but you're closer than the the white quarterback who's on the roster who can't do the those things and it, it, so i i could get that back in the day but it, what's remarkable is as mike said earlier here so the two-page letter to reapply for being a slave. Because re- reminder, when he was doing all of this, and, and obviously it's not, the league's not a slave thing. The league's not perfect. They make tons of stupid decisions. But it's the opportunity of a lifetime. And and not just physically speaking, but emotionally speaking, it's it's your childhood dream for most of these people. And he he's compared it to, we all, we've shown this before, but let's show this this commercial again where Colin is in the height of his activism has been benched and he's calling the NFL a, a league of slavery. Take a listen. Potential players are paraded out in front of scouts, coaches, and owners who measure their physical talent and on-field abilities. Coaches will tell you they're looking for warriors, killers, beasts. They say they want you to be an animal out there. And you want to give them that. But let me tell you something. What they don't want you to understand 
is what's being established is a power dynamic. Before they put you on the field, teams poke, pride, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected, no dignity left intact. As a kid, you're not thinking that you're being groomed for a system. You just love playing football. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, that it, it's so dumb, it's hard to watch. It's stupid to make that comparison. There's no comparison. There's no comparison. Oh, you're being poked and prodded and, and then paid millions of dollars yeah. to do your life dream. Guess what? Kelvin, you're being poked and prodded because sports science has evolved so much that they can tell by the makeup of your body what nutritional needs you need, that you need, what kind of hydration is going to work for you, is going to work the best for you. They want to make sure that they are maximizing every cellular fiber of your being to perform at its best because you're making millions of dollars <laughs> there's no there's no comparison to the, the the grotesqueness of you know democrat slavery that came to the united states and the nfl it just isn't there it, the only way that it's there are by stupid people in academia who try and, and, and bridge that gap. Right, bridge it because they need a paper to write about. They yeah. need some interesting article. No, it just it isn't. And for those of you who are like, yeah, but the NFL screwed up. Okay, that's fine. That's not the conversation here. Uh, that's just, in this particular instance, I don't think anyone would agree that that's what... <laughs> You, you can't you can't even I, I, I don't I don't care if you're an academic, you know, in academia, like you can't make this this stretch. I'm sorry. You're just a slave making 18 million, 10 of which is guaranteed some extra bonuses worked in there for performance over the next, you know, per year over the next three years or it's higher or whatever. And then, and then you're adored by everyone. And the ownership who's paying you that also adores you. And if you're really good, they're like, we don't want to lose you. So how about we restructure it now and give you even more than you're giving? Even though your contract's not up for another year or two, let's go ahead and take care of this. Yes, it frees some cap room for us. But the, the whole thing is just so ludicrous. It's laughable. And I remember feeling this way when it, when it came up the first time. But... That you you cannot call a childhood dream an adult dream, slavery. No, when you have the opportunity to create generational wealth for not only you 
but your children, their children, and their children's children. That's the kind of wealth that we're talking about if you go on to have a really successful career in the NFL. Or even if you just play, you know, the, what is it, the five seasons, and then you get your, the pension. Three. Three seasons. Three. Pension for the rest of your life. That's yeah. a pretty good deal. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's such a good deal. It, you, you don't get a better deal. Uh, it's it's just remarkable and 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 look at the end of the day this dude is total poison so well like I was saying earlier and I distracted myself years and years ago you could have seen someone justifying it it would have been a horrible move then too justifying it saying okay here's the benefit of having him on the practice squad for a much lesser rate <clears throat> to prep for these you know these four teams we're playing this year still think it's dumb you could have seen that but the reason none of this has happened is, one, you lost your job to start with. But, two, you are such a poison and a distraction. There's not a franchise that wants to touch you. He it, literally divided the country in 2016 when it came to the national anthem and how people felt about the country. Yeah. That was the beginning. If Ferguson was, was the match that was lit, he was the gasoline that came along two years later to totally ignite this divide that we see right now. Yes. No, I, 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 I think you're right. And he was a useful tool, and he made a shit ton of money doing it. It was all about that. It was never, and now here he is begging to get back to the league. Uh, just remarkable. Okay, quick break. Quick break, last break. Then we're going to come back and we're going to show you a crazy-ass scene that happened at a jack-in-the-box. I, Gosh, I, I remember some late-night jack-in-the-box meals. Um, but we're going to show you that. And you know what we're going to talk about? Or who we're going to talk about? Oops. I did it again. We're going to talk about Britney Spears. We're going to do it, Tom. <laughs> Yay. We're gonna do it. I mean, uh, there's certain things that are that are out there right now. Circulate. Everyone's talking about Philly and the riots. It's like I'm not talking about that. That, that shit happens every day now. Like, that's just normal America, sadly. <laughs> the best about that Philly story is is that one girl who goes by the screen name Meatball, who is live streaming <laughs> during the riots and stealing shit, and then they're at the liquor store and she lost track of her mom who was looting inside the liquor store. But anyways, she she films herself, she live streams herself throughout the entire event until the point that she gets arrested. <laughs> You just can't make up. You can't, you can't make up where we are right now as a country. It's ridiculous. Um, and so is this video, obviously, with Britney Spears dancing with nice. But we're going to show that. We're going to show this this Jack in the Box clip. And we're going to do the post-show press conference because we didn't yesterday. And we're going to have some more fun here. We got 30 minutes left, folks. Hang with us. There's plenty of laughs and giggles ahead. Giggles. Giggles. <laughs> We'll be right back. <laughs> we interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. 
Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. is in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, Titwillow, you magnificent Titwillow. Scripps. Travis goes to court at the Thunderdome. The busboy lactates. So we've all had experiences at a drive-thru. Didn't go well. Maybe a DoorDash. Robert, by the way, who just dropped off the wings and fries earlier. Delightful man. I think he maybe served, seemed like he was a vet. Great guy. Great he didn't guy. want to stay, though. He didn't want to stay. Salt no. of the earth. No, but I, I mean, I, I, I can see myself writing songs and poems about Sonnets. Robert yeah. <laughs> later tonight. Uh, Limericks. Oh, Robert. <laughs> was, it door, was it DoorDash or Uber? Do, door that dash? was DoorDash. That was Do DoorDash. DoorDash um, driver. We love you, Robert. You were great. But you've had bad experiences. Right? We've all had them. I mean, it could be a server at a restaurant, whatever. 
But I got to say, as angry and violent as I can be in my head and in my heart, you don't, you don't go, you don't go to the next level, right? You just, you take your licks, you move on. And in this case, it's not even, it's not even the person. So we're going to show something. It's not even the person in the vehicle looks to be a truck at the drive-thru on the other side of the window. It's the person inside. Watch the, the larger of the two people here and how she responds. Because, and we'll talk through it. But apparently he's missing some curly fries at Jack in the Box, which I get. Look, I get it. You want your curly fry. You go to Arby's and you want curly fries and a Jamocha shake and you don't get those two things. You're upset. He didn't get his, his, his curly fries. So they're having an exchange. <laughs> and things go really south. Take a look. There's not much audio, so we'll talk over it. So they're throwing stuff at each other now out the window, into the window. You can see milkshake or something running down his car door. This one chick walks away, comes back. Oh, and now she's got a gun opening the window again. He's like, shit, I'm out of here. She squeezes off one round, another one there that very likely uh, because of how she slapped the trigger shot into the ground. But that's... That's not. I don't think that's one of the the elevated responses in, in the jack in the in box training. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if shit really goes south, pull just up. pull out your concealed carry <laughs> and start blasting motherfuckers. And start shooting them. <laughs> the customer's not always right. You and your handgun. I love how she keeps shooting after he drives away. She's like, "I'm gonna get this motherfucker." Well, I love <laughs> this too. And look, I don't I don't know where this was, but I love you see her walk away at the beginning. I mean. She walked all of six feet just to, like, turn and pull right there. She clearly had it on her person. Right. Like, oh, all right, this order's going that way. Okay, here's how this is going. And then and then she goes back. I'm sure the the other employee you can see is like, oh my gosh, like we're the fuck out of here. We're in so much trouble. I just love that she closes closes and locks the door when when she's done there. She's yeah. like, all right, you know. Well, I mean, you got safety finish. first, you know. Yeah, you got to finish your business. And <laughs> yeah. there's so many other steps to this sort of conflict resolution. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that is the, that is the point. We have skipped a lot of steps. Has anyone reached out to Jack in the Box yet to see what their levels of <laughs> and and if in doubt, skip to point three and start shooting the customer. So was she? Yeah, was she the manager? Are all managers caring at all times? Is that what that was? I don't know what that was. <laughs> all I know is that is Tom always says it. Everyone's walking around that eight at an eight. That bitch right there was walking around at a twelve, just like who am I going to shoot today? <laughs> Who's next? Yeah, <laughs> it started off as a food fight that escalated into the gunfire, <laughs> and it didn't take that long to escalate. It was like one French fry to the hair, and that was it. Yeah, she was like, "You just brought curly fries to a gunfight." Yes. That's what happened. <laughs> that is, that is, I like, I like, I like that. Um, but man. <sighs> What is going on in the chat? Yeah, um, it's 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 gone a little. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, anyways, there's there's just as a quick self help moment here, there are better ways to handle those moments than drawing a firearm and squeezing off some rounds at somebody. Just I'm just saying, but also self help moment. If you're going through a drive through. 
maybe just maybe just be okay with something being wrong because now you're going to get shot in the face if you challenge the 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 worker making minimum wage through the window. So I uh, and as Ting Ting says, that is that's I mean that is this can't end well for this person. No, they know who was working there. And that was attempted murder, by the way. You should probably find a safe house. I'm just I'm just saying, not going to go well for you. And you know what's going to be great about it, too? Because it's going to be a Colin Kaepernick kind of moment, kind of going back to him. Because based on the actions and how you get from step A to step, in this case, like Z32, that chick is going to be all up in the grill of the law enforcement officers claiming how she was right. right. You know there's going to be a nonsensible sensical response to that and how oh, it's race going. was definitely going to play a part of it 100 percent. colin caper is going to do a, a new commercial where it's like working at a fast food restaurant it's like being in the mafia <laughs> it's it's <clears throat> so bad um <clears throat> ting i hope she gets 20 i hope so too because here's the thing whether it's a politician or a dumbass person working at jack in the box I think first, first, first of all, if you work at Jack in the Box or a place like that, and you get a hair in my food, I think you should get twenty years. Also, <laughs> that's a side point. But if you, it, there, we have to get back to on a serious note on this stupid clip that we're talking about here. We have to get back to setting precedents. You, you do something stupid like this, super wrong, super criminal, super over the top, or you weaponize an agency, or you try and steal an election, or whatever the case might be. You need to be punished because we literally have stuff like this happening now in the country. Yes, she's a bad apple. She's, but we have a lot more of those now. And we have stuff like Philadelphia. We have San Francisco where you can just go in and take whatever the hell you want from a store. So many other cities like that. There's no consequences to anything in life anymore. And there has to be that that, that is reality is a thing. There are no consequences. I was just reading a story before we came on air that took place in uh, Grisham, Oregon, where this woman was live streaming her boyfriend, her baby daddy, and she had the infant in her arms and says, I don't give a shit about your baby, and started waterboarding the baby and then stuffed the baby in the freezer. And luckily, law enforcement came, saved the kid, arrested her. She got 30 days in jail. Oh my God! Thirty days. You 30 should days. be murdered on live television for that, and we should get to sit back and watch and eat the wings that we haven't finished. Like that, that's worthy of ordering food for. That that is that's sickening. But we're seeing that all over the country. This is that was just the latest example. There was a police officer who was murdered during the St. Floyd riots in 2020, and the guy who killed him was a BLM activist talking about how he wanted the taste of pig blood. And he he went out and he murdered this cop. He ended up he was originally it was you know first degree murder, but the jury broke it uh, convicted him of second degree murder. Mm. So right now what's happening is we're getting these people, and I've talked about jury nullification before, and we're getting people on these juries who are taking the power that they have of jury nullification to get the sentences that they want. And what they're getting are reduced sentences for people that they believe are social activists. And that's what's that's what we're seeing. Either social activists or some or social justice from the judicial system is what they're going for. So that's why you're seeing cases like this all over. I don't think this lady's gonna get anything. No, it it, it will end way better for her than it should. 
100%. Uh, one thing I'm excited about is with that scenario is what training videos are now going to come out that you have to watch. Because, I mean, I was when I worked for NASCAR and did all the races and stuff, every year we'd have to do the same training. Like, here's how to use a ladder. Here's how to climb up, how to step up steps. Like, because someone got hurt walking upstairs, we now have to watch a video of guys like, grab the ha- handrail, put all your weight on your foot, now extend. And what you have to, it's like, oh, my gosh. So what training video is going to come out for this one? And who gets to write it? Well, there's always training videos. There's always signs for dumb people. Like, don't sexually assault the alligators. It's like, you shouldn't need that sign. Dude, when I was in Kandahar, I went into, you know, one of the uh, portable bathrooms, and there was a sign that had, you know, the circle with the red line through it. Yeah. And it was a guy sort of, like, dressed like a scuba diver going into the toilet. Dear God. <laughs> don't don't d- dive headfirst into the toilet. <laughs> Because you've always wanted to. Don't do it, though. <sighs> I, just, I just, I don't even, I don't even like going outside. I would just anymore. love it. I would just love it. It's just like, here at Jack in the Box, we're all about peaceful uh, conflict resolution. So don't, if someone throws fries at you, don't pull out a gun. <laughs> Um, well, you know, there's been lots of conversation about Britney Spears, right? Ever since she popped onto the scene in the sultry little video that sort of dancing down the whatever that's no one no one was attracted to that but <laughs> but she had that and then and then she got big and then it started to get weird and then it got even weirder and then there was all the debate about the conservatorship with her father and was it right and should and i've got to be honest it's been a confused as, as someone on the sidelines it's been confusing i'm like nope he's wrong you know what maybe he's right no he's wrong and then you see videos like this and all the recent ones you've seen and you go back to it and you start questioning it all over again. Remember, she burned down her her home gym twice yes. with candles. Yes, and here she is dancing with knives. Tom. <laughs> but honestly, what are you trying? Like, what? All of the videos you've seen lately from her are like these dead. I know. I don't think she's doing them for that reason. Maybe she is. I, I get the sense she's not. But you're doing them. They all come off as like a cry for help and for attention. And obviously, you're not Britney Spears, the stars anymore. You're Britney Spears, kind of the trailer trash drug drug addict who's just really lost and now confuses us all with these videos i mean honestly what thought process went through her mind to be like knife not social media video dance gregorian chant (laughs) those two poor dogs are like oh boy maybe maybe she's trained to be a benihana chef for all we know maybe i mean she probably i mean she needs the work but you see videos like this and you're like oh man 
I, I def- maybe her dad was right. Point, I defended her. Maybe her dad was right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe there's something to this. I'm kind of thinking. I'm kind of thinking that was the case. At, at, at one point when I, because I, I remember I sent this the other day. I was going. At one point she's gonna like break character and be like, "Sorry guys," but no, she's serious the whole time. She's so into it. And it's like, okay, okay, no, okay. She's <laughs> treating that performance there like. It's part of her next show. It's part of her next show. Like, she's at the Grammys, and, like, this is her big triumphant return. And here's Britney Spears with her dance knife. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I don't... I just... I don't even... I Honestly, I don't, I'm befuddled. I don't know what to say. I see that, and I see all of her videos. She's always in a in a, you know, revealing top or bikini top or something like that, and then just her bikini bottoms, and she always looks just out of her mind on drugs. And then, and now she's decided to work in sharp objects to the to the act. I just don't know. I don't even know what to say. I think we have our next short, though. Tom, do you, I, do you have knives? I th- yeah. <laughs> I think it's an interpretive dance, and I think what she's interpreting are how Muslim dudes feel their first day in France when they start to hit the streets. You know, just yeah, totally liberated. I got knives. I need an infidel. Who who am I going after? I an guess. Infidel, an in- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, hang on. I'm so sorry. Uh, Chad is here, and he's got knives. Oh, he's... <laughs> yes, yes. He, he does. Chad, show me your best knife move. I mean, where do you want me to go with it? Are we doing an interpretal dance, or are we doing, like, you know, infidelity shit, like you just said I go about? I think either way... Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Here, here's Don't some, slice he, off your nipples. You have really hey, nice nipples. Here's I have great nipples. Music. Here's not appropriate yeah, give me music. some. <laughs> I'm down, Brittany. Let's get weird. We can start Let's... a whole bunch of gyms with this shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Knife dancing is the new combat uh, fitness trend yeah. it was kind that's of like out there. A, like a Quentin Tarantino directed this video shoot for her because she was barefoot. He's got the foot fetish. We've got the knife play, kind of like a Kill Bill thing going on. Yeah. So maybe she's like trying to get, you know, Quentin's attention for his final movie. Possibly so. Possibly. I got so. a great idea. Me in a bikini with knives. It's hard to. Everyone's hard, gonna love it. <laughs> it's hard to know what's going on. Here's what I do know. Um, if you weren't intrigued by Chad's dance right there, I don't know what's gonna get you excited. Um, but you've got RVM Roundup coming up here in less than eight minutes. So stick around, catch that, see the surprises that we're showing, uh, sending his way on RVM Roundup. Colonel Rob Main is following him. For now, we've got to go. we got one more episode tomorrow. Tomorrow is our Friday. It is Thursday, but it's our Friday. You can do that math in your head. We'll be here 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks so much for joining us today. Stick around. Again, post-show press conference coming up now. Then RVM Roundup. Then Colonel Manus. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sports. The new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. I missed being with you guys yesterday. Um, don't even have the mics right here, but um, whatever. We'll just get rid of that one. 
Missed spending time with you guys yesterday. It's uh, good to be back with you all today. Hopefully we can keep this thing um, quick and professional. Uh, it has not yet been professional to date. Yes, I'm eating a French fry. I've been waiting a long time to eat this French fry. So let's take your first question. Yes, Vladimir Moskoskaya, Russian standard. Go I, I go back to the blonde with the knives and dancing. I mean, in my country, oh, Brittany, is, is, she, is she, do we know who she is? Or do you know her name? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Brittany Spears. She's a big star. Brittany Spears. Star? Spears. Hmm. Has a name that maybe could roll off the tongue better. But anyway, the, the knife dancing, I would like to go back to that. In my country, knife dancing is something that is very, very, you know, you, you train for years and years. And you may lose digits. You may lose fingers or toes if you drop them. I had a friend, he lost an eye. I don't want to get into the story. Yeah, but, so let's, just, you know. let's just get to the question. But why, why the scrutiny on the knife dancing when she could be training to be, you know, here in Russia, um, you know, with um, the dignitaries, you know. The di uh, knife dancing is not a thing. Maybe it is there. Uh, you guys do some, some back-ass word shit over there. But uh, it's knife dancing not really a thing, Vlad. Um, she... <laughs> There's there's no words to describe what Brittany's going through or what she's thinking, um, because there's just there's a there's a copious amount of narcotics involved in this, I presume. And if there's not, then there needs to be a copious amount of narcotics injected into the situation to try and remedy this, because it is it's a crazy ass scene uh, that's it's, a, it's unfolding before the American people here. Uh, we're seeing what was once a big star, a big pop star. Uh, an idol to many I sh i'm not endorsing it or advocating that shouldn't have been an idol who's now just constantly crying out for help and doing weird stuff in her home and this time she uh as, as we showed there uh has worked knives and sharp objects into it it's a terrifying thing someone some, someone someone needs to look out for her next next question good afternoon drew benjamin meme boston pride daily hey ben so, Drew, so my question to you is, coming up this weekend, there's so much football going on, it's going to be so amazing. And in particular, especially on Sunday with the, the pro football that's happening, it's just simply delicious. I love every moment of it. It's so intriguing. But my question to you is going back to Colin Kaepernick. And the fact that he reached out to the Jets. Do you think that if Colin were to get an opportunity to be on the practice squad for the Jets, the Jets should should the Jets take it? And second of all, how did you get that letter that that Colin had written to the Jets? Um, oh, you're right. Uh, you're you're right about something uh, here, Ben. Uh, there's there's some. Some good, intriguing storylines and games coming up this weekend. So that's that's always a, a great break from politics and a great a great uh, time for people who who love and respect the game. To the letter, it just was posted on the internet. You could have gotten it too. We didn't do any investigative reporting or anything here. I think they probably shared it uh, as a part of their PR campaign, which is all anything and everything ever is with Colin Kaepernick. It's 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 a PR move, right? But no, the, to answer the first part of the question, no, the Jets. You know, Woody and 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 the and and everyone involved, they should not be uh, they should not be doing that. They should not entertain this even remotely, even even on the practice squad where it's a lower uh, lower cost for them in terms of 
they're what they're putting into it, how far they're going into it. It's a distraction, man. It just is. It's not good for the team. It's not good for the league. It's not good for the game. He is a poisonous, rotten soul uh, who just doesn't, uh, you know, it, it, for as much as people have concerns with the NFL and, and frustrations with big leagues and how they've gone into or not gone into, depending on the league, wokeness and some of the social justice stuff, they're better than having him there. They're better. I mean, he he is he is bottom of the barrel, and uh, I think that they would be very very wise, and I think that, that they will pass on this. They'd but they'd be very wise to to ignore it and move on. Let's take uh, one last question, real quick. Hey, hey, Mr. Drew, it's it's Teddy Tankeray from hey, Teddy, Teddy Talks. Yeah, so awesome just to be here. Thank you so much again. Um, I I, I want to kind of go off of the 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 Colin Kaepernick thing. Um, I feel like you know he's he's writing the letter to the wrong person. You know, he wants to be on the football team. I think he needs to be writing to a movie director. He's got that fro. He should be like in a '70s cop film. You know, detective. You know, you know, on the beat. You know, on the street. What? What is that? What is but that noise? I, I don't know. But I, but it'd be, you understand what I'm saying, right? I mean, you, like you know, the uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is what, that noise? I don't know. All right. I'm so confused. I'm so. Uh, so oh gosh, it's uh, Nancy. Oh uh, Chicken, uh, wait, Nancy, uh, Perry Como, uh, uh, Miss, uh, Ukraine, uh, uh, Polish. Nancy, why are you touching my leg? Polish. Stop it. Polish. Polish. <sighs> Polish. Missiles. This is so. Let's, uh, look, we got to wrap. Uh, I don't. What is that noise? I can't see into the darkness back there past the lights, but I don't like it. I don't like anything that that's happening right now. Why stick, are my hands wet? <laughs> stick that's gross. Stick, stick around for RVM roundup. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. Nancy, at the Nancy. No. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status visit protect 
wealthprotectionguide.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over in. Over 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. RV 